Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Bliss is Ignorant podcast. This is Jay Bliss. And this week, man, I have the pleasure, the honor, man, to have the legend in the building, man. This dude is, is an OG to the uh, nth degree, man. Uh, yeah. Give it up for my man Shang Forbes in the building, man. Shang, what's up, man? Hey, what's good, man? Yo, man. Just, uh... I'm still slanging these jokes with my old ass. Look, man, listen, I, I will I will tell you this, and I know you you there's no way you remember this, but the very first time I got a chance to feature, it was for you. Uh it was in Columbia, South Carolina at the Comedy House. Comedy House. Uh, uh, yeah, this was uh before they moved to the new uh uh location on Decker Boulevard. This was their old location where they used to do mainstream one week, urban one uh, the yeah. next. No, I mean, I mean, I've only been there a few times, so that's easy to remember. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I was, I was shocked. Like, number one, they gave me a call to say, "Hey, can you do twenty five minutes?" And I'm like, "Yeah, all oh, I had fifteen. And I was like, "Yeah, I'll do twenty five. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, but I, I did the same shit. <laughs> I did the same shit when I started, man. I was like, yeah. absolutely. But fifty five minutes, I got that. I yeah. got that, man. I got this. And uh, you know, I remember going up there. I remember struggling, but I remember, I remember the words that you were just giving me like, yo, yo, man, just take your time. You know, it's good. You know what I mean? You, you right. don't get flustered. You know, all the things you're supposed to tell, you know, a new, a new uh, comedian or whatever. But I just remember that, that, that uh, information, but now being in it, I've been in it 15 years now. When I see a younger come come up to me and go, man, you were so laid back with me, man. When I first met you this and that, da, 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 da. and I go, you know, it's funny. I got to get Shang on here because he don't know the impact he had on me that made me be the same way to people going forward. That, that yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you gotta pay it forward. Cause if if I had four or five comedians and assholes of me in the very beginning, I could have been an asshole comedian. Yeah. Like, yo, man, learn on your yeah, own, man. man. Yeah, Figure it yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> Figure your jokes out yourself, bitch. <laughs> and hand, hand me my coffee. Yeah, but no. Exactly. I, nah, man. I it's weird. I didn't have a lot of uh OGs tell me shit. But because well, I, I, I was, I was yeah. yeah, no, my first time uh, featuring, they were more like, oh, okay, you the feature? All right, cool. And I, yeah, I think that, uh, and I used to roll with some like real hard knock niggas. So mm-hmm. yeah. back in the, back in the city and I would hold, rock roll with them. So there was a tendency for them not to act a certain way with me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. would be like, hey, you yellow, but this nigga, something wrong with you. So uh, <laughs> I used to get that a lot. But I mean, no, it was cool. I mean, and I do remember. I don't know why. Or I'd be like, I ain't doing this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had, yeah, I, I, I was like, yeah, man, I'm down. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that um, you know, if we go back to a time when you started, um, and that was like you got a chance to go through the whole comedy boom, like the whole. Yeah. Lucky. Like you got to, to go through a, a time, and I talked to like a Sean Jones, or I talked to like a. Uh, a DS or, or somebody like that that's, that was doing it for a long time. And they go, yo, man, it was a time where you could get on the road on Monday, yo, and don't come back till next, the next Wednesday. You know what I mean? Like, 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 right. like just show after show after show after show after show. And they, and they go, yo, like you were booked up. Like, it was like, you'd be like, you'd be asking for days. Like, yo, I don't, I don't think I could do those two days. But right. I'll jump back on on that Wednesday. And I used to be like, for real? Like, yeah, man, it was like, those runs were just crazy. And it was oh, all yeah. that process of the Def Jam and the, you know that whole that whole thing, and uh, right. back when I was watching comedy and seeing you on TV, I was like probably in high school. But if there was anything on TV that had to do with comedy, I knew you were gonna be one of the episodes. Like it was, I was yeah, I was lucky. I got it on. It was like that. You was just in the right time at the right right place at the right time. You know what I mean? And I had no management. I haven't had any management. It's just been me. 
That's dope, though. You know, and, and it's funny, like, it's weird when you see uh, people with management asking me, like, how'd you get on that show? I said, I just called them up. I called them up until I got them. Right. Then I got them, and they're like, well, we don't know you. I said, well, I'll tell you what. Either I can send you a video, or I'll come to your place and showcase. Right. And and I would set up shit, and they showcase, and then they see me. And then they'd be like, well, well put you on the show uh, but with Def Jam Def Jam uh, Russell saw me I I, I showcased I did the Bay Area Black Comedy Competition and the dude that booked it would didn't even I won the first round and, and and I'm thinking well he saw me win in front of like 900 people standing up and laughing and clapping and shit I'm thinking well he should get me on the show they get me on the show Russell right. Simmons saw me at a, a show that Talent was doing, a place called LeBar Bass in New York City. Mm-hmm. And he walked up to me and said, yo, why didn't you do my show? I'm like, I don't know. The nigga that books it saw me. And then a week later, he gave me his number. I thought it was bullshit. A week later, I was on the show. So you talk about Bob Sumner. Was it Bob Sumner then? Was somebody else before Bob wow, Sumner? I, wow, it was Bob Sumner. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say nothing. No, listen. We this this podcast is this is ignorant. We don't give a damn. All the right, thing about it, it is, is there are so many. There was so many comedians, great comedians that Bob do look over. Like Bob, Bob, Lavelle Crawford. He liked what he liked, right? But but and and that's like I said, everybody. Comedy is subjective, right? But you can't deny somebody when they when they killing it like it's like yeah. yo, like like i don't care if you don't like that particular style of comedy if the crowd is loving it do it you know what, what i'm saying, yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I said that to him later man after i had yeah. been the show yeah. um, i said if if 899 people are standing up and one person is not standing up if you're a booking agent you're supposed to book that nigga Exactly. You ain't supposed to not book him. <laughs> exactly. It was funny, but he told me when at at, at um, um, in Oakland, he was like, and you know how I'm from yeah. the street. I'm from the yeah. streets. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm intelligent too, and I just don't think the Def Jam crowd will get you, brother. And I'm like, yeah, right. number one, are you trying to hit on me, motherfucker? What kind? <laughs> why are you talking all silky smooth with your? Ain't nobody trying to. Cuddle with your robust ass, <laughs> and then and so no man. And then when I did the show and I did really really well, like but I also they didn't realize I invited about a hundred people, though yeah. because they said when you tape in the show it's a big theater. They said well you can have as many guests as you want. I said oh you don't want to tell me don't that. say that yeah. And, uh, so the balcony was pretty much mine. Mm-hmm. So it but so it was weird when I came out on stage on Def Jam. All these people start screaming and clapping, and the people in the back are like, why don't they know him? They didn't realize I had walked around the street inviting motherfuckers that I knew, and right. all my crew, and I was like, yo, ask them, tell your boy, your boy. So, and then, and, but they still wouldn't go give me a pass if I wasn't funny, because I know how they were. They'd be like, yeah, man, you was horrible. And <laughs> my friends, but, but I, I, I killed, I killed, yeah. I got them jumping out the seats. And then later on, um, Bob Summer said, I got to give it to you. You did good. I said, well, you know what, man? I don't understand how you can, unless you can morph yourself into everybody in the world, you got to address the niggas that's doing well. Like, this comics, I don't like. Yeah. yeah. I don't like they, I like them personally, but I don't like their comedy. They style, right. 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 Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I still, if they get in the bag, I'm like, good for you, feature fam. Right. Do what you got to do. And there's, mean, and there's vice versa to that, too, for me. Like, there's people that I just don't like their comedy. But like I can't knock them for what they do. I'm right. like, all right, 
I don't I don't like the style of comedy you do, but hey man, you know, do your thing. You got a crowd, you got an audience, you got people that appreciate what you do. So do what yeah. you do. But you know, it, it's it's weird because you know, when when I talk to younger comics and they like, yo, you know, this booker don't like me or this person don't like me, I go, yo, they ain't in the audience, they ain't never buying a ticket. All you gotta do is start getting a following, get an audience. The audience is who you gotta get the lab. When you asses get, and seats. Yeah, when you go get done with your show, go stand out front. <laughs> and they will let you know exactly how you did at that show. You don't yeah. let your boys hype you up and tell you you did great. Go stand out front and let the strangers tell you what, what you were. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, end of the day, my thing was asses and seats, and they know I could do that. And yeah. also, I mean, if you beast mode it, like I remember one comic uh, was like saying that, that I wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. As about 15 people walked past him saying how funny I was. Right. And I just kept looking at him going, you, you, you do hear what the fuck they say. <laughs> and then I was just on IG. Somebody said, because they didn't like what I said politically. They yeah. said, you ain't said nothing funny in a long time. Um, I was like, I hate when women do that because they try to minimize men when they go, yeah, yeah how's your little comedy go? I'm like, bitch, oh, I was yeah. in front of 2,000 people last week and what you do? <laughs> oh, you got your weave. You got your hair weave. Fuck out of here. You know, I, I, I am not above. Now, this sound bad with the women that listen to it. I'm not saying. No, I, I got you. I, I understand. I understand why niggas bust women in the head. I don't I do not do that. But you shouldn't have told him. You shouldn't have told him his brother's dick tastes better than his. And then, oh, my goodness. Like, if a woman say that shit to you, you can kind of see, yeah, I can kind of see why he socked her. If yeah. you said, well, uh, your brother's dick tastes better than yours, then I can see the dude going, well, now nah, I got to kill everybody. Yeah, so, women know women know how to touch them buttons, man. Yeah, like I said, yeah. like, you know, trying to minimize what you do. But but social media is another thing. that that That's a whole element. Uh, that yeah. block button, that block button and, and stuff, you got to do because some people, and it's always the it's always the people with no profile. It's always wow. the people with no profile and no content. And you're like, you hiding, but you you real brave behind this keyboard. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're and, right. And it's like, uh, I'm like, yo, why you why you so you know visceral towards people? But a lot of times, like I'll I'll uh and that's only one comedian that I felt like I've really bashed on social media. I felt oh. bad after I did it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Thug Life. Thug Life. Thug Life. Tell them. Tell them what it is. Tell them why you're mad, son. Who is it? Who is it? I'm going to tell you who it is with me. This is, uh, it was Ari Spears. Ari Spears. Well, Ari Spears has uh, got issues. So Well, yeah. And we, I mean, it wasn't anything like, I wasn't like, yo, fuck that. Fuck that motherfucker. I wasn't nothing like that. It was more or less like he had a clip up. Somebody put a clip up of him talking about Kevin Hart and why Kevin won't help out his people and put them in movies and all this stuff. We got to stick together. Da, 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 da. And I made a clip afterwards, like, this is the same dude that got in his contract that black people can't open up for him. And everybody was like, what? And I was like, I was like, it's in his, in his contract. Yeah, I, 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 I know him. Yeah, I mean, but. <laughs> and I, I said, you can't get, I said, you can't talk about stick together when you specifically don't want black people open up for you hosting or featuring. I was like, so don't, don't get on that, that kick if that's in your Contract. contract. I said it's it's a double standard. Like it's it's ugly. And well, I got blocked. And all yeah, but I, I'm just speaking facts. My whole thing is everybody understands. Like if if that's the type of comedy you're doing, but don't assume that every black comedian is talking about the same shit. Yeah, I gotta understand if you're not one of the black comedian come on your stage because he might step on some of your jokes. But if you got a comedian ain't talking about nothing, that fuck you talking about? Why not put him on the show? Do your shit. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's crazy, man. I, I that's the only person I've bashed, I guess, online. Wow. Because <laughs> um, I even on bash comedians because I'm like, yo, comedy is a different art. Like it's you know, I bash anybody. I ain't bash them. I just said, but Big Leslie, Big Leslie, uh, Big Les. Okay. I said uh, she did a thing on Saturday Night Live, and a whole bunch of people got mad at her. But she played. She act like she played a slave. I said, I'd be the best slave ever. I'd be the Jordan of slaves. I'd be this and that. And people were offended by it. Yeah. They were like, they felt like people weren't laughing with her. They were laughing at her. At her, right. And so uh, somebody asked me online and I said, what did you think of it? I said, don't. Because she was complaining and crying about it. Yeah. I said, don't do controversial shit if you can't handle controversy. Right. I say whatever the fuck I want, when I want on stage. And I don't care what nobody said. And people stepped to me. I said, well, that's what the fuck I said. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. And so, when she was crying, and then everybody was like, "Leave Leslie alone! You're bullying her." I can't bully that silverback bitch. How <laughs> am I gonna bully this six foot two wide back? Get the fuck out of here! And then she, <laughs> then she inboxed me, said, "You just jealous because I'm on Saturday Live." I'm like, "Ain't no jealousy. I ain't never want to be on Saturday Live." Right. I, I didn't even. I even said in the, one of my comments, I said, "I'm glad she's getting the bag. I'm glad she's making money. Feed your fam." But I did not say nothing other than you can't handle controversy. You know. Then when you come at me, then I'm like, "All right, you big silverback bitch. How about we throw hands? Merry that's, Christmas." That's hilarious. I, I felt like I felt like um when I go back and I think about the time frames of what was going on around the time. Um, I saw you on TV a lot, uh, and Living Color was big around that right. time. And I really felt like that would have been a space that I think would have been perfect because you had a lot of kind of like the, the way you were in your comedy. You spoke a lot about blackness. You talked a lot about our, your people and things like that. And you was very, you was very what they call now woke back then. Yeah, I, know. I was kind of like I'm like, like now it's like now it's fashionable, but I'm like yo, this dude yeah. been on this a long time, like, yo, long time, long time. <laughs> yeah, this is the wild part, man. It's like I see uh, they they used to call it conscious comedy. Yes, and, they they and made it, a word it, for it. Yeah, <laughs> conscious comedy, whatever. Fuck, and it was more like this with the shit that's on my mind. Mm -hmm. But I like a lot of like uh, I I did it, and then I stopped for a while. Yeah, people, I've been doing it a long time, but people don't realize I stopped three times. Yeah, I stopped when my son was born, mm -hmm. and I was just writing. I wasn't doing stand up. I wasn't on no sheet TV shows. Then um, I got really sick. I stopped because I was sick. Yeah. And then uh, I had kidney. I had kidney problems. Okay. Uh, uh, kidney kidney stones. Kidney. My kidney stones actually caused me to get like almost die. Damn. Which is weird. They were so large that they blocked the function to my kidneys. Damn. And it caused me to get uh, sepsis, and my 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 own blood was poisoning me, which is weird. And so, and then the other time I stopped was when my other son was born. So. Okay. So when they were born, I kind of stepped back from it a bit. And I was doing good. People were like, people were like, no, you're all over TV. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting a bunch of shit. But I thought about how my pops was with me. And then I was like, yo, I ain't gonna do this to these dudes. Right, dude. So, and so it wasn't even, people was, and it wasn't even me trying to be noble. I just thought, yeah, I don't want them to be like, oh, this bitch nigga did never came to no. my game. He never came to my soccer. So I, I, did, I, I stopped doing that. And luckily I had enough money from touring before I stopped and then I started writing and then the shit got real thin. I had to go back on the road. And then right. by the time I went back on the road, they're like, Hey, you ain't been around in a while. We can, you know, not give you the big money. And then right. I was like, fuck it. I got a, I got a kid. Cause it was just me and them. Right. So right. I didn't have no choice, you know? Um, yeah. So, 
But no, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky, man. Even now, my special, I just found out my comedy. By, by the way, everybody listening, y'all need to go to Amazon Prime and watch my shit. Um, right. uh, y'all watch Coming to America already, so y'all need to watch right. Shang is Shangri on right. Amazon Prime. Make sure you watch the special, review it, and rate it. And mm-hmm. I just got a message from the the distributor that we got a ninety nine percent approval rating from customers. Yeah, that's so dope. a CRE, which is a customer something, where they watched it all the way through, they reviewed it, and the whole nine. So yeah. I'm I'm hoping that we can stay at that level and keep going. But everybody that watched it so far has said they liked it. Yeah. And so yeah. So that's good to, good to hear. And it's yeah. old. It's older. I. COVID set me back a year mm-hmm. and it was already a year and change old. Yeah. Um, and you know, it stopped a lot of people. I know uh, I had a couple comedian or comedy friends. They was, they would set to tape their special right with COVID. And hit. then the shit. And I, I did a dry bar special the beginning of that year and it still ain't came out yet. That's so, I mean, I'm, I'm just sitting there waiting for my special to come out. Like, damn, like, 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 and people don't realize people are like, man, why didn't your shit come out? It's like, it ain't on me. Yeah, it's not. It's not, and, not to do about it. Yeah. And then the crazy thing about it, they sent me a dry copy of what uh, what it was going to look like as far as the jokes and stuff. And wanted me to like get feedback on anything that I, need, I needed to change. And I just saw it. So I'm like, OK, now I remember what jokes I did because I was on the road and I'm like, is that on the special? Like, am I? Should I be still doing this joke or, you know what I'm saying? And I'm basically trying to think like I need to keep writing because there's stuff I want to get rid of, but there's stuff I want to get re- get ready for my next album. And I'm like, did I do that joke on TV or did not? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, luckily, I, luckily, I'm one of the executive producers on my joint and I was, yeah. uh, me and a brother named Nazi Islam edited it. Uh-huh. So I know I knew every joke because I, yeah. you know, I was the editor. So uh, now my new shit is mm-hmm. like, it's what I say. It's edgy. it's a little bit edgier than it's way more edgy actually than that's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm all for it. Like, like my whole thing is, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, as you get older, you just I'm get angrier. Yeah, you know I mean, it's like you know, you say shangri, but I'm like, hey, you just get real. Like, you know, like a Paul Mooney. Like, you mean, like I'm not yeah. scared. No, no like, I used to own the Paul like, Mooney. Like, right, right. Like, yeah, he, he he was always like, uh, I like that angry yellow nigga. Put him on the show. <laughs> uh, you niggas don't know. We're gonna keep him on the show. I I don't know what that nigga's thinking. I mean, he says the craziest shit. I mean, tie two white babies together and make baby nunchucks. That's what that nigga said. So I mean, <laughs> uh, and and it was true, man. It was just true. I, yeah. I but people, but like right now, comedy-wise, I mean, the you're in the class, like about ten years after me. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got you, got you by ten years, man. No, so, you have more than that, because yeah, because like I'm no, to, I mean where I did yeah. stand up, and then yeah, so yeah. And in the entertainment business, I've been 30, 31. Yeah, man. Because I wasn't doing stand up at all when Cameron, the one I was just talking to, Cameron, my son was born. Mm-hmm. I was writing for um, a show called The News. Yeah, I was, I was writing for a show called uh, There's a comic named Maestro Clark. Mm-hmm. I was writing for him. I was mm-hmm. writing for uh, Fox when they had all of you know they like I would come in and do punch up for black shows. Right. Like when when uh, Bernie Mac had his first pilot, they would hire me to come in and punch the pilot up, and me and two other comics. That's dope. So I was like. But then, then that one didn't get picked up, and then they wrote another one, and I didn't do the next one. I did so, his first one called Pearl's so what, Kitchen. 
walk me through a punch-up session and how does that even work like is it just back and forth is it just like is it the dozens like what is it just the lines and going how can we make this better like what is that what is that whole process like oh like what they do is we weren't we didn't even write together each okay. one of us would get the script, the outline script that they wrote. Okay. And they said it has to be a joke every such and such beat, like two or three beats. Right. So um, I would write mine, the other two people write theirs, and then we'd come together and they go, okay, uh, this is funny, this is funny, keep that one, keep that one, keep that one. But it was never like bounce off nobody. You wow. write it by your, like I wrote it by myself, and the other two people wrote it by themselves, and then they figured out what pit, what worked. And then the other stuff I punched up was other TV shows, and they would hire me. And so that way I was home. I would get done at three and pick Cameron up around three thirty. Yeah. So yeah. I did that for that. So I, and people were like, why did you stop doing stand up? I was like, I ain't got no choice. I ain't got no yeah. money. I'm broke. Yeah. yeah. So, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And I, I didn't want to go back to working on the docks mm -hmm. and I didn't want to go back to doing. I used to do security. So and I mean, I, the day I quit doing security, it was great. And people yeah. like, and I'm not the biggest dude. I'm like 6'2", but I'm not the biggest dude, but I could, I used to, when I was younger, anybody out there listening, when I was younger, not now, do not hurt me. <laughs> but when I was younger, I could, I could throw hands. I could really, and that's why they hired me. It wasn't like I planned to be a security guard. Somebody saw me get into a scuffle and they used to call it a scuffle, a scrap. You used to right. scrap. Right, scuffle. Right. Old black people like, oh, that nigga can scuffle. <laughs> in the neighborhood they were like that, that nice kid nigga he'd be fighting he'd fight anybody and right. so it got around and then they were like yeah let's uh like, man I, you'd be pretty good on the door and then i was like and i was i was i was two months behind on rent so i was like yeah i would be good about it you know what the fuck <laughs> so, uh, and then i and then they found out i was good on the door and then they had me do uh what's called where you're a roamer where you're in the club and you right. just roam around and right. so I was down with Gorilla Squad for a while. And then, um, I, you know, and I helped a lot of people. And then I worked for a drug dealer named Shadow. I worked for him and I was his, me and two other dudes were his security. And, and people were like, are you into that drug shit? I'm like, not at all. I was like, the, the, he gives me $600 to stand in front of VIP in a black hoodie with a baseball cap on and make sure nobody comes up there. Yeah. So imagine that you're getting, I mean, $600 cash. Yeah. No interview was, process. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, no <laughs> bus fare. Like, no, I mean, this is not bus fare. He literally would pull it out of his pocket and be like, pat, pat, pat. and then we did, it was weird. We did a, we did one where he gave us a thousand dollars each on a new year's Eve. And I was like, this is the most money I've ever seen. It was crazy. I was, it was fucking my head up. Yeah. And, and then he gave it to us. And then the next day we took him to his apartment. He always, Make sure he got his apartment. He had a fucking apartment in Manhattan. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about nice, like yeah. nice. I only been in it once, and that was because he forgot something, and I had to go back upstairs. Never let me in, barely talked to me, didn't right. treat me nice or nothing. He just paid me. He would never, like, interact with me. And we dropped him off New Year's morning, and then I got a call, like, the second. Mm -hmm. And they, they painted the walls with that dude. Damn. Yeah. And then that, you know what that made me scared? I thought, yo, that could have been me. Yeah. Trying yeah. to protect. And then I was like, fuck that. I'm just doing comedy. $1,000. Right. $1,000. <laughs> and back to, back to making $25 at the, at the uh, Pips. I used to yeah. do a club called Pips. 
And then I did a club called uh, the Comic Strip. Yeah. And you get like $75. I was like, I'd rather get the $75 and not feel like I'm going to get, you know, yeah. ventilated. Yeah. Yeah. But I was doing I was doing comedy then. I was doing comedy then. I was uh, doing comedy when I worked on the docks. I did comedy. I would work from like 12 at night till 6 in the morning. Yeah. So I would do comedy. I started at 8, get done around 10. Gives me time to get down there, change it to my overalls, and then work there for Perina Puppy Child. See, you're too young. You don't know Perina Puppy Child. Yes, I do. You do? Yeah, man. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I would, people would be like, what? What the fuck is Purina Publishing? Yeah. And then we would, what we would do is bust the bags on purpose, and we would take the excess food, put it in another bag, take it up to Harlem, and sell it to people who had the pit bull fights. So people were always wondering, how? Why does this dude got money? Because I know they don't pay him that much down there. I was, we was making like fifty dollars a bag. Yeah, you, you're a rightful hustler, man. Like, you know, you had to figure it out. You know, it's funny that somebody can go work on the docks, be unloading Purina Puppy Child, and they realize, like, how can I make money off this? You know what I mean? Like, like it's like, it's like, like unloading the chickens all of a sudden. they like, yo, I got some chicken. I got some chicken. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, That's exactly it. I was like, yo, man. And no, but it was that, not me. It was a dude named Oddjob. Yeah. Named His real name's Raven. Right. And Oddjob, Oddjob was like, he says, yo, man, we, we spill a lot of this food. It's still good. And then he was like, man, we need to bag this shit up and take it to the hood. And I was like, yeah, but who are we going to give it to? And then the other dude named Ben, I know four Bens. This is weird. I got four friends named Ben. Yeah. The other dude, Ben, was like, um, we called him Big Ben because the motherfucker was like, he looked like he was built in a lab. The nigga looks like <laughs> Thanos. If, if Thanos was a black man, that would be him. Benjamin was Big Ben. And man. so he was like, man, we need to sell it. I know somebody. And that was it. We did it for like maybe seven months. And yeah. then um, Ben got fired. And then I was like getting enough gigs to not have to do that anymore. Yeah. 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 And then I, they were like, where are you going? And this is the coolest shit ever. I taped Def Jam the yeah. first time. Yeah. My supervisor came with his wife. Right. And saw me. And it was the coolest shit because he was like, that's why you quit. Yeah. He, he's like, he said, that's why you weren't here no more. And it was cool because he was like, good choice. Yeah, that dude, that's uh, that's crazy because I was working uh, corporate America for the longest time. And then like they knew I did comedy on the side. You know what I mean? They knew I did comedy, but then like they came to one of the shows one time. Now it's like 20 people from my job there. And I'm, I'm letting them know before work. I'm like, listen, this ain't work me. So they get I get done. I get done, man. They all got wide eyes like, when are you leaving the bank? And I'm like, <laughs> like, yo, like, y'all checks is real good. Like, I'm not leaving the bank no time soon. You know what I mean? Right. They, yeah, like, that wouldn't have they're like, they're like shaking their head, going, No, this like you are way better than everybody else that was on that show. You know what I mean? And they just could not get over the fact of you're not even this person at work. And I'm like, nah, it's like, I'm that dude. I just, I'm work. I'm this, right. like, I don't tell jokes at work. You know what I mean? And it was like that whole, that whole process. But when I did leave, like all of those people followed me on social media. Like we want to know when you make it big. You know what I mean? Like they want to know. That's good, like, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I've had a couple people that I, in fact, in my special, I like one of my exes, I ain't going to mm. mention her. Right. You know, but, uh, I, yeah, I was like, you should have stayed. I was like, part of me was like, 
You should have stayed. Yeah. The shit's getting real nice right now. <laughs> and, and I guess, and, and, and I was doing well when I was with her. But yeah. I was, that's the weird part. I was I was doing well. She knew I was doing pretty good. Yeah. But she just was like, so this is our life now. You're going on the road. Where are you going next? Like, she would always say, so what city are you going to be in? I'm like, yeah. and then after a while, I started getting tired of it. Like, I'm going to be in the city I'm going to be in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's funny. It's, like, it's a different, it takes a different chick to deal with a comedian, man. Man, it's she, not easy. And the guys that I see that have their, their women beside them, their wives or, or their girl that's been with them for a long time, I always give the girl props. I'll be like, yo, salute. Cause I know yeah. this shit is easy. You know what I mean? Oh, like, she, like, like, she, <laughs> she was, she, it was so, it was so weird. She, I'm like, you met me in a comedy club. What the fuck did you think I did? Yeah, exactly. What, what did you, what did you think I was going to keep, what I was going to do? So it was just funny when, uh, and I'm like, you ain't never worried about all that shit. I got you. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, funny. yeah. yeah. It's yeah. funny when they go on the road, too. When they go on the road with you, and it's like, you know we ain't doing nothing, right? They be like, oh, well, I thought we would go down here and go to this mall. I'm like, mm-mm, I don't spend no money on the road. Like, I mean, like, that's yeah. just, like, I'm here I to make money. I ain't here. Right. I'm not here to spend the money. And that's the shit. That's the shit. I'm like, I don't want to go on the road with you no more. But like, all right, don't go. But I'm like, you're bored on the road. I'm like, I'm here to work. I didn't come here to fucking go to the down. Right. I, we, go, well, we can go walk the beach. If you want to walk the beach, we can walk the beach. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean like, no, I didn't. I didn't do. I didn't do that. I was focused. I was focused as hell. Yeah, but absolutely. I think com- comedy is different now. You gotta have social media. My social media, my Twitter got hacked. My Instagram yeah. was hacked, yeah. and I just got it back on. It was off down for four months, and I, and then my um, Twitter just got hacked about two months ago, and I'm still waiting for them to fix that. Uh, but my Instagram I, got fixed, so I, I think was, you gotta. I think you have a contingent saying that uh, of of people like your like you know your target audience. Like yeah, it's no, it's no, it's no, it's no mystery who your target audience is. So like if you were even to even to get into the arena of doing the videos or the side by side screens or whatever or things like that, where you just giving your opinion about shit, you gonna have your target audience. Like I don't, I don't think you have to even dive into the whole. You got to get a million followers or whatever, because people know who you are. Like it's yeah, like, yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm doing you know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's the good thing. And when you when you brought up the fact of uh, you stopped two times because of your kids, I do remember when my twins was born. I stopped. I stopped for like a year and a half. Yeah, and I was like, nah, I can't. I, I I went into full daddy mode. And and when you you said something earlier that made sense. It was like, you know, I, I was married. And then I ended up, we ended up getting divorced, but I, I knew from that moment, once my babies was born, because the way I was, I was with my dad, the way my dad did me, I was like, they are never going to be able to say I wasn't around. Yep. No matter what, they ain't never going to be able to say daddy wasn't never around. I'm in their face all the time. Like, like, like it's like, I, if I, I call my son, I call my yeah. other son. Uh, as much as possible. Um, yeah. I make sure that he knows what the deal is because he was mm-hmm. with me. We were together until COVID hit, my youngest. And then my older one moved back in in June, you know. So, yeah. but I mean, comedy wise though, I mean, my older son is down with it. He knows I do comedy and he's traveled yeah. with me on the road. And I used to drag him around. He'd be in the green room. He's way too young to be listening to what I'm doing. Right. I, he, he, he's got used to it. My old, my, he got used to it. My youngest son could not grasp it. He's like, him and his little friend was like, we watched you on a YouTube. How come you tell me I can't cuss and and, and you cuss? And, and I said, well, they pay me to cuss. He said, they pay you to cuss. 
Bucks. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Right. And I was like, I was like, but just don't you can you can do it a little bit, but just don't do it over at your mom's. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll give you an example, man. Like, cause I'm a you know, I was the loose dad. I was like, look, as long as you finish your homework, I don't care if you run around with scissors, as long as you, you know, as long as you finish your shit. Right. And um, I remember with my youngest, my, his mom got my, my oldest, his mom got mad because I let him watch like Blade. Remember right. Blade? Anybody? Yeah. So, see, I, I feel like I'm dating that's the first mar- first Marvel movie, first Marvel movie that, that made came money. out that made money. And, yep. and if it wasn't for Blade, you wouldn't even have Endgame. Yep, there would be and, no. And, and without Blade, that stock, that Marvel stock that shot through the roof, all happened because of because of Blade. Blade. Yeah, R <laughs> rated bloody ass. Black a, a black superhero movie. Black yes. superhero, and it was. And, but his mom's mom's just like, oh, it's violent. It's this, it's that. But Cameron liked it. And right. then uh, Cameron liked it. And I'll, also let him watch this movie called Triple X with um, Ben, Diesel. ben Diesel. Yeah, ben yeah. Diesel. Mm-hmm. And so he told his boys, like, yo, I, I saw Triple X. And of course, his mom thought the worst shit. Of right. course. Right. And right. like, why are you letting him watch this shit? Uh, see, I knew that him being over there with you. I'm like, really? <laughs> Look it up. It's called, it's, called, it's, a mo- it's an action movie. Right. And and even once she found out it wasn't what she thought it was, she was like, "Well, there's still too much violence in it. People shooting people." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, and then and I'm watching him play. Uh, what's the game where the, the they literally the whole game is him murking people? Call of Duty. Yep. Yeah, I played that all day. <laughs> no, he, I mean he, he won. He won at some tournament. They had yeah. tournaments and shit. Yeah. And I'm watching him going. If this dude ever grow up and get a gun, he gonna be. Thorough. <laughs> I can't play that shit at all. I play the uh the race car the uh yeah right the NASCAR. I, I love yeah. the race car games yeah. and and the one with the uh the motherfucker that throw the hook in your chest. Um, oh, uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I love that type. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> and Soul Caliber and shit like that. Yo, you, so, took it, you took it back. Oh no, I'm God. saying it was Mortal Kombat. Soul it was Caliber, Mortal yeah, I remember. Soul <laughs> Caliber. I used to play with my sons in Mortal Kombat. Mortal and I used Kombat. To, yeah, on yeah. the road, I, I used to. I opened for some different musicians and stuff, and they take playstations. And people think that they're out and partying and a bunch nah. of women. They were nah. in the room playing PlayStation. Yep. When the, in the back, I used to have mine in a backpack when I used to go on the road, and I I hook it up and I be I be in and the room play in the room. Yeah, yep. I'm in the room. But my yep. son can my son can play. Yeah, I I'm I would get killed immediately. Man, you listen, they can you can major in that now. They have what? e-sport teams at colleges. They have e-sport. Oh yeah, they make money. College. That's right. They make yeah. money. Yeah, you can major in that, man. That's crazy. That's like an af. They actually treat that as a as an athletic like thing. Like you can be. Drafted. I don't know how he did it because yeah. I mean he's a beast on that shit. He's a beast on it, and I'm yeah. like, how did you get so good? Like fast, he got good. Hand eye coordination, and I was like sitting there going, and I can shoot a gun. I shoot, I shoot real guns. Yeah, and um, he's a killer on that video game. Look, them jokers get mad at me because I'm playing on a game, and it's some young cats in the lobby. I'm an older dude. I got some other older. You can always tell what older cats get on because we communicate well. Yeah, so older dudes will get on there and be like, "Yo, it's two dudes over in the hangar in the back." Maybe like, "All right, yeah. copy." You know what I mean? The cats would go over there and get them. And then, like, you got the young dudes like, yo, why are you standing in one spot? You camping. I'm like, I'm not running out here. Why? Like, 
I'm going to stay here. You're going to keep coming through this doorway. I'm going to keep marking you. I'm going to keep marking you. Exactly. And then, then, then when the game over, they be like, yo, you just sat there the whole time. I'm like, dude, you mad at me or you mad at you for keep coming over there? Right. <laughs> like, I, I used to beat all these young dudes at the at the one game because I would do low kicks. Just low kick, low kick, low kick, low kick. And I'd be like, man, you still lost, nigga. And I, we used to do it with me. There was other comics I used to – the comics I came up with, people might not know. Like, but uh, they were a little bit further ahead of me, but they still uh-huh. were in my class, which was a comic named Talent. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gerald Kelly. Yeah. Bob Stapleton. Yeah. Um, shit. Dean Edwards was kind of ah. in our camp. So that um, was that was your OG? Godfrey, or that was you, y'all, y'all just came together? Or was y'all, y'all started together or they was already ahead of you? Like, tell me. Uh, Godfrey was behind me a little bit. Okay. The other ones are ahead of me. They were already doing it. And so, man, listen, man, talk me through, talk me through how that even works, dude. Cause like who, who you just named, like the fact that you just named that group of people, was that like a every night thing where y'all just doing room after room after room after room? Yeah. Were you writing? Was, what did they have workout rooms for you? No. Was it, no. So it was just like, yo, if you want to show, no. you want to show, you ain't on the show. Right. So. Well, well, the workout rooms were the little shittiest rooms in the world. And then I lived in Pittsburgh for a while, and I did a place called The Graffiti. So okay. I used to do that room. But in New York, I would do a place called Who's On First. I used mm-hmm. to do these, little, I mean, little shitty dives and yeah. the bitter end and shit like that. And then, But I was, I was so driven, I would do like six, seven sets a night. So I became a feature fast because I was constantly working. They saw me everywhere because yeah. that's all I did. Right. And then... Um, you know, when I became a feature, I was a feature for a long time. So by the time I became a headliner, I was a headliner because the headliners couldn't follow me. Yeah, right. Not because I wanted to be, because I love that middle spot. I it's, do it right a, now. It's a, it's a golden spot. Yeah, there's no pressure. It's sweet. Yeah. No so pressure. I, <laughs> and then uh, the, the, I, I smoked this comic named uh, Steve Middleman, who's a funny comic, but we're two different styles. He's more like... What's with pillowcases? Yeah, observational, and, right, yeah. And I'm up there talking about, you know, smacking, beating up albino people. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then cremating them and then using them to fix papers. And I, was, I was doing some evil shit. Like, why would you put me in front of this dude? And, and then the club owner said, man, I don't know if uh, we should have you uh, go up in the middle anymore. I'm going to call Dave. And uh, we're going to try you out of clothes. Maybe only only one night. If you don't do good, then we're putting you right back to feature. And I ripped because I was like, oh, shit, I get to do 45 minutes. Yeah. And, and I was ready then because I had featured for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, For a long time. And then when I quit, people wanted me to come back and co-headline. Yeah. And then I co-headlined with uh, Arnaz J. Wow. And it was, and Arnaz J was doing all these flips and shit like that. He was talking shit to me and like, yeah, follow that. Cause we had to flip, you know. Yeah, flip the order, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I knew after that I was fine. Cause I, I followed his flippity dip ass. And, uh, <laughs> and, you know, because he's real, he's real. You yeah, know, animated. And it's jump funny. Jump off the wall. And, yeah, you know. it's funny when, um and here's the, here's the key what a lot of people don't know. I got a lot of comedians that listen to this podcast so they might not even notice a little tidbit of information. Even if you following somebody that's high energy like that or physical, right? You just bring the crowd to you. 
you don't have to match that energy ever. Like, you just walk out there and be like, what up, y'all? Y'all give it up for this fool that just got off the stage. You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> I, I followed this comic named Marvin Dixon, and I ain't mad at him. Yeah, yeah, big old thing. Yeah. He, he would yeah. pull his pants down and be in a thong. Yeah. I had to follow him in Miami, and I said, look, first off, I ain't taking off shit. I'm... I'm <laughs> You know, Big Mo I, Dixon in Colombia. He's from Colombia. That's the crazy part. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I was like, I hey, man, I ain't doing that. I, shit. I ain't. He did that. He did that at the um, at the Q house in Charlotte. Right. So uh, my man Marvin Hunter was headlining. I love him. Yes. So Marvin Hunter was headlining and Marvin brought Mo Dixon to introduce the Tito. So he'd be like, yo, bring this dude. I'm going to let him feature for me. And then, you know. So you can see who he is and then bring him back in the next month. So Tito was like, cool. So Marvin go up and Big Mo Dixon did the whole closing thing with the, with the thong and the crowd lost it. And Marvin got up there and was like, why the hell I bring this dude up here? And I was like, yo. I just I just gave, I, I had to say, I let him know that, I mean, good props to him, but I ain't going to be doing none of that shit. <laughs> I know y'all don't think light-skinned niggas get ashy. Y'all ain't seen my ashy broken dreams ass. Fuck that, and I didn't do it. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. but I mean, I, I and, and then when he saw I ripped, and then I, uh, you know, uh, I had a bunch of Jamaicans because that's what I am. So <laughs> come to my show, and they didn't realize I had a my crew is thick. Yeah, like, like when I did the first time I did like stand up in Jamaica, uh-huh. at, uh, in Kingston at a place yeah. called the Backyard, mm-hmm. and I did it, and two thousand motherfuckers came out. Damn. And it fucked my head up. Because they claim you, even though you, if you don't grow up there, if you're from there, they yeah. still, like, no matter what, even though you ain't never, I didn't know what, the streets or none of that shit. Right. They're like, you know, and then they're like, why, you think you're too good now? Because you're not here no more? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, motherfucker, I don't know half the shit y'all saying. That's Let's love, just, though. <laughs> no, but they was like, and I mean, they wrote a big article on me and another comic named Will Savance. And I was like, okay. Yeah, it was real cool. But I mean, I've been lucky. I've worked with a lot of cool cats from Bill Burr to Chris mm-hmm. Rock to mm-hmm. um, like every name you could think of. Yeah. Except for Eddie Murphy. I never right. worked, I worked with Arsenio before. Right. I worked with, uh, but I used to open for Dick Gregory, Paul Mooney. I've opened for oh. Paul Mooney multiple times. I've done shows with Paul Mooney. Um, for the young comics that might be listening, Trust me, these are old school guys. But they, but yeah. But, but Paul Mooney is yeah. Paul Mooney is like if you look up Paul Mooney, you'll trust me. And then um, I've opened for some like DL Hughley, who's super chill. Yeah. Uh, Cedric is one of the coolest motherfuckers you'll ever meet, yeah. and I mean, cool as shit. I got to look at Tommy Davidson, and you know, uh, all of them have been super. Like, cause I was the you know, and Bruce Bruce. On yeah. by the way. I got to do it's called the it was called the Heavy Hitters Tour. Yeah. And yeah. I got to get on with Bruce Bruce and I was featuring for Bruce Bruce. Right. The coolest motherfuckers, man. Like yeah. I, I don't really have any beef with any comics. I didn't even have beef with Leslie. Right. I mean, like until she came at me, I came I it was more like I'm gonna say some shit back to you, but I ain't mad at you. Like if I see you, even when she saw me, she had funny style, but I'm like, yo, I ain't mad at you. But just don't say no funny rah-rah shit to me. Yeah, don't, don't, I don't, the whole pandering thing. Yeah. Like, I don't, that whole, uh, what is, what's your boy, what's your boy from uh, 911 or whatever, the guy that was on uh, America's Got Talent. Uh, big dude. Uh, what's my man name? Terry Crews. Yeah. Like, Terry Crews. Like, I'm like, don't pander, man. Like, don't, 
don't do that. Like that's I'm, not true. It works. It works, but I mean, you had you. Uh, I don't. Me, I don't. I don't. For me, yeah. for me, I don't, like you. You've lost. Like we don't. I don't, will never be like dap you up. I'm like nah, dude. Like go ahead with that. Like like my whole thing is like um, I don't. It's not my job anymore to make you feel comfortable around me or black people. It's not my job. Like right. if you don't feel comfortable around black people, that's on you. Like that's, that's your you shit. got your whole life to try to figure us out and find out what we're about. It's not my job to be like me. I'm not code switching. I'm not doing none of that stuff no more. Like I'm not. Like I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I'm just well, like, welcome oh. to my world about, <laughs> so about 25, 20 30 years, years ago. Right? Yeah. That's what and, I'm saying. And and I I mean, I I don't even I, I it's not my style, but Leslie. Yeah. I did a thing on my Facebook page and mm-hmm. that people were saying Leslie was the best thing in coming to America. And I was sitting there going, What? Yeah. But the old me been like, yo, y'all tripping. But now I'm like, all right, whatever. Keep it moving. Focus yeah. on my shit. Yeah. And I've been using, I'm such a, this is so bad. I've been using coming to America to get people to watch my shit on Amazon. That's good though. Because people are like, I said, you already, yeah, you already, you already going to watch coming to America. And I know a lot of people watching that. Since you're already on Amazon, why don't you watch my shit too or watch it later or put it on a watch list? And I think that helped us with a lot of views too. Um, Cross promote, man. Yeah, because Coming to America was the number one um, streamed movie on Amazon in the past year and change. Yeah. I mean, there's different marketing techniques. I mean, if you had some stuff to give away, you know, you put a post up, you know, you just go put a post up and go, hey, on Shangri Shangri, tell me what your favorite joke was. You know, and, and, and the thing about it is people start chiming in or whatever, like, yo, sending you something, sending you something, sending you something. People be like, yo, my favorite joke was, like, how'd it go? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> just like, like, oh, no, no, I've, I've you can do all kind of shit like that, you know what I mean? So, I mean, whatever, whatever works, man. I I remember when the pandemic first started, man, I, I had my shows canceled and I had some merchandise left. And I'm like, y'all, I ain't going to be on the road, but if y'all want to buy some shirts, hit me up. Man, my cash app went crazy. And Cash was like, I don't want no shirt, man. It's just fucked up. You can't do what you love doing, man. So here's some money. I did it too. And I was like, I, I put that on my site. I put a don't I never had a donate button on my site till now. Right. But uh I mean that's what I had to do. I had to do it. I mean, a lot of comics is having a hard time with it. I was lucky because I had um comedy albums I get residuals from. And I also had uh, some of my my uh stand-up stuff got a lot of views on youtube so like and then um i did a laugh factory the laugh factory comedy club one of my uh bits got like two million hits Mm -hmm. so you do a revenue share split and what you do a revenue share whenever they show an advertisement on a youtube they get money for that so what you do is a revenue share so i made money off of that and all the comics listen and make sure you do that when you do any video that you put you never know what's gonna go viral Make sure it, it is monetized. Yeah. Monetize all your shit. Can't do that on IG. You can't right. monetize on IG. They do, the, they do the badges now. So they do they do they have the uh, link where you do the badges. When you go live, you can do the money badges and they can actually monetize you going live. Right. But yeah, yeah. but that's yeah. You could do when you do uh, Instagram, Instagram, IG live. IG live, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, to actually buy some of your product, Yes, yeah. it's not the same on IG. I think they will do it. They will do it because yeah. Facebook owns them, and Facebook you can buy shit on. Yeah. So my main thing is for me is just driving as much traffic to Amazon to watch my special. The material I know is burnt 
now because mm. everybody that sees it, I want it to be burnt. And that's why I was glad I got all this new shit. And my new shit is evil. I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing it, man. Like, I'm, I'm talking about, I said, I mean, I, you know, I was joking when I did the Paul Mooney, like fake little voice of Paul Mooney, but I literally was sitting there going, I'm, I'm, and you know who inspired me, I'm keeping it real, mm-hmm. uh, was Patrice O'Neill. Yeah, man. Patrice O'Neill, because I had this joke in my head for years. Mm-hmm. I never did it. I watched this special uh, called Elephant in the Room. Yep, one of the uh, best ever. Top, top, ever. Top, top 10 top, to me. Top yeah. 10 for me. Yep. And he talked about chaining a white baby to his leg nope, yes, so no. he won't get lost if he ever to get people to search Let's for see. him. Let's see, right. And I was like, why didn't I ever do that joke? I had a joke about um, just so cops wouldn't shoot me. I would tie two white babies together and use them like nunchucks. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and have white baby nunchucks. That's <laughs> such a weird visual. And right. I would do the thing where the babies are crying while I'm swinging them and all kind of shit. And I right. never did it because I thought, yeah, because I got kicked out of the comic strip because I did a Satan worship joke. Wow. And then, then uh, yeah, because they somebody complained. And like, I was doing the stuff. I wasn't even saying I want people to worship Satan. I'm saying you really got to run out of religions to worship Satan. Worship Satan. Yeah, yeah to, to go. I, how much shit did you go through? Right. To say, yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock with Satan. So, <laughs> but a bit wasn't even a worship Satan bit, and then right. I do a thing about you know baby blood and all kind of shit. Like, right. yeah, man, fuck all that drinking wine and communion, and like you know, I was, I, it was a, a correlation between that. Yeah, the bit was ripping because I, right. I act the bit out. I do the, I do the Satan voice the whole nine, right? And, and, and Satan and everything. And so, somebody complained. The manager Lucian Hole, he's Passed away a long time ago. Do name Lucian? Lucian. <laughs> the comics from New York know who he is. That's funny, though, that his name is Lucian. Lucian. You got kicked out for doing a Satan, a Satan joke. joke. <laughs> and, and the motherfucker was like, he said, Shang. This is how he used to talk. Shang, I told you uh, multiple times some of your material is a little too much. I didn't, uh, that whole thing about the uh, cracker barrel where you're, Drowning white people in a barrel. I don't like that one either. <laughs> so I am. Um, I'm gonna need you to not work here anymore. Wow. So yeah, and I'm sitting there like, oh shit, this is horrible. And then a comic named Bill Hicks walked in, yeah. and he was like, now I didn't know him. Like yeah. let me make, let me clarify. It's not like we was boys and hung out. Right. And he said, fuck that. I love that joke. And if he don't work here. I don't work here. At the time, he was a really, really, yeah. really big name act. Yeah. So Lucian let me stay because he let me stay because he said, okay, because if Bill Hicks co-signs for you, I guess I'm going to have to let you work here. But just try not to do the drown white people bit. Can you can you curve it a little bit? Yeah. And that was I, it. I never, I never understood why a comedy store or comedy club manager would try to tell an artist how to do a joke. Because again, it's the audience that makes that decision, not them. Well, not then. <laughs> but no, not me, not then. But I, I, I explained that. That motherfucker, I was like, damn, I'm gone. It's so crazy because like, I had a lady come up to me after the show one time. And she goes, uh, yeah, but the joke you did about, you know, and I go, well, yeah, but that wasn't for you. Yeah. Oh like, man, that's a great response. And she's like, um, yeah, but don't you think you should? I go, that joke was not for you. I said, that joke was for everybody else that laughed. 
I said, and if you think I know your personal life, you really are self-absorbed. I don't know you. I said, I'm just doing general material. If I hit your wheelhouse, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, but that joke is for them. It's not for you. Now, what other joke did you like? Let's talk right. about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't respond that way. Some right. lady, I did a joke about Jesus cheating at the Olympics <laughs> because he, he would run across the top of the water and be like, I won again. Fish, fish and loaves of bread for everybody, nigga. Why? Because I'm Jesus. Fuck with, fuck with your boy. I think because I'm saying Jesus, like, fuck with your boy. All right, right, you know right, right. Who right. comes back from holes in their hands and still is the baddest motherfucker in the building? That's funny. So bro. I did it, and then some lady was like, "We can't tell jokes about Jesus cheating at water sports. That's disgusting." And then, uh, and and she just kept bugging me. And I wish I would have been. You said the perfect shit. It wasn't for you. It wasn't for you. Like, like, uh, here's the crazy thing. I had a lady come to me one time. Said I said bitch too much. So I said, uh, I don't even remember saying bitch, but if I did say bitch, was I talking about a person or was I just saying bitch in general? Right. She's like, well, you have daughters. And I would think that the fact that you have daughters, you wouldn't utilize that term as much. And I said, well, if you're taking offense to it and I wasn't talking to you, then I think you're just being a little bit technical. And I said, but she goes, well, you'll never make it mainstream by using the word bitch. And I said, I only work mainstream clubs, ma'am pretty much and i said so i'm pretty much mainstream and i said and i said i'm probably funnier than your favorite comedian i said you just don't want to admit it right now so her husband was standing behind her and he's just sitting there trying to get her to keep moving and she's like oh and another thing i said you know what you acting about right now i said you know what you acting like and everybody back with me was like i know this dude ain't right. i was like you acting like a bitch and yo, yo, the people behind me was like man give me a t-shirt now i was like yo that's the way to do it. I wish I would have. I wish I would have thought of it then. Yeah, no, man, it's, I mean, it's, it's 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 ugly, man. Um, and it's 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 the it's the audience. It's it's the way society is. The audience believes they have a right and a say in what you do because they pay their right. money. Well, if they complain to the owner, which is what happened with me, that's what happened. It was one person, and so uh, luckily, rest in peace, Bill Hicks. Yeah. Uh, got me back in and then uh yeah. end up in a regular and then Lucian passed away and I still was doing the room. And then I moved I, out to LA. So I, Yeah, and I, and I love I love the fact that you brought up Patrice O'Neill because like his he got kicked out of so many clubs. Yeah. Oh. So many clubs. I, I knew him. Yeah, I knew it was him. just the whole the whole thing of just doing what you do. But his analogies was always on point. Oh, he was brilliant. And it was weird. I saw him give so many people shit. And I thought back about it because they just had a documentary on him. I yeah. thought all the time I know him, why didn't he never give me shit? He never, he never gave me shit. He didn't make fun of me. It was yeah. just he never did. I, and I felt kind of slighted, like, yeah, why don't, why, don't, why don't he make fun of me? But he, but he, he gave me props, but not. He would never make fun of me. And then yeah. I thought about it. I thought, yeah, I used to roll with some real like medieval motherfuckers. I literally, <laughs> oh, BET, when I did BET, because I, I, I know why I did that, because they yeah. were my friends, and I eventually I had to uh, distance myself from them because they was a little too much. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and uh, I got uh, fired from BET once uh, because they were smoking weed in the back before this, mm. before we were about to do Comic View. And, and they were, and I, I don't smoke weed. Everybody's right. like, oh, well, you, get, you was back to getting high. I said, no, I don't. I don't smoke. Right. I don't do anything. 
Right. So uh, they was they came back. This happened to me twice when I did the Apollo and that. And they were like, well, your people are getting, they're a little too loud. They're a little too this, a little too that. And when they do, what happens with them, they like, yo, yo, go back to fuck in. And you can't say that to the producer. Right. Right. And right. we out here, you don't own the outside. You get, and so I'm like trying to tell him, yo, chill, man, chill. It's like, nah, this, and he's saying it with the motherfucker standing right there. Yeah, like, right there. Yeah. Like, nah, this bitch nigga don't understand, man. We's free, we free to do this shit out here if we want to. Um, yo, I said, and then he not look. He never looked at him, but wow. he was talking to him. He said, "Don't let me tell you again to get back in the motherfucking building." Oh my god! And then he looked at me and said, "These are your friends, right? These yeah. are your friends." Yeah. Went back in. I go in to get ready to do the shit. They go, "I'm not on the list." They didn't put a marker through my name. Damn! And I was like, "Really?" When keeping real go wrong, go wrong. <laughs> And I was like, yo, I ain't call you no bitch. He says, yeah, yeah, bitch. yeah we don't like your, uh, what do you say? Entourage you bring, posse. No, no, he said, I no, this is a, such a weird response. You bring a bad climate. <laughs> so, I said, and then I was like, by that time I got mad and said, I know I was a weatherman, bitch. Yo, that's funny. Here, man. Man. And, then, <laughs> and that, that was the first time. And yeah. Then, then I was, but I got back in because that person went to NBC and another yeah. person came in. So I had to re-showcase. Yeah. Even though I had been on the show. Right, I had to re-showcase. Right. Re so I re-showcased and I got it. And then when I did the Apollo, Steve Harvey did some old funny style shit. And yeah. I was with some hard knock niggas uh -huh. that, that, that people that like to get the, go to clubs, which I realized as I got older, I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to be beat up. I don't want to fight. Right. Um, and uh, where they go to clubs, to get in trouble, like to like, yeah. hope yeah. somebody bump me, hope somebody. I wish, I wish the person would, yeah, yeah, that dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. So we had to Apollo the motherfuckers. I'm ready to take the show, right? And Steve Harvey didn't even do nothing to me. He didn't even. It wasn't even me. Some dude walked up to Steve Harvey and said, "Yo, can I have a uh, can I have a picture for me and my wife?" Right. Could you sign this? Instead of Steve Harvey saying yes or no, he turns his back on dude and doesn't walk away. It, now, if he yeah. just walked away, I go, okay. Yeah. He didn't walk away. So dude walks around back to his face and goes, hey, man, we fans of yours. We just want a picture. Me and my wife. And, and then he does it again. He turns wow. it. Wow. And then, then dude got raw rise. Like, yo, man, you ain't going to disrespect me in front of my wife. Now, Steve Harvey's security was apparently built on another planet. These dudes, like, and I've been around, like, so, like, hard security motherfucker but uh, yeah. Steve Harvey's dudes is they on some other level shit and, right. and and of course they escort dude out and my friend saw him do this because I invited him backstage because I was excited to do the Apollo right. and I was like oh my friends come on my friends come with me like and so they watched him do this said yo that was some bitch shit he did and when we after the show we gonna put his mouth on the curb <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm like, what the fuck? He says, yeah, man, that was fucked up, man. Man, this nigga, man, I'm grab his fake mustache and you know, rip it off his face. And I'm like, don't beat up Steve Harvey. And I hope Steve Harvey hear this someday. Steve, you were that close to getting curbed, nigga. Oh, my God. Because these dudes would have definitely, they would have won a fight. Against yeah, they didn't him. care at that point. They it was like, whatever. Fight. Yeah. Like, you so know. I did my set. Luckily, right. I did my right. set. I, I did well. 
And even though I was nervous, because I was thinking, oh, they probably in the back waiting for him. And my mind was preoccupied. But luckily, first show got off, was shaky. Right. And I thought, I could get booed. This is crazy. And then I, I moved my killer last joke up. Up, yeah, yeah. And then once I got him, and then I coasted through off of right. that. But I, it was it was it was a it was shaky because my first joke, I literally when I don't even have the video no more. Yeah, I you could see me looking back like, oh fuck, this is gonna be so bad. <laughs> and I brought them in, and I, you have to sign in so they know all of us. This is gonna yeah. be so bad for me. Right. And then after I I got through the set and I started I did good because my killer bit, I knew my killer bit would do good. Yeah, but I didn't mean to move it. I had to move it up because the first joke feel, didn't you hit. Feel that, you feel that crowd though, man. You you panic. Yeah. And you go, hey, my closer out here. <laughs> I put my closer and then and then my closer. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna get my next to best bit. Then yeah. my next to best bit. And I, yeah. I went under about 30 seconds to a minute. Yeah. But I got a really big laugh, so I figured it's let best me, to get off. Let me end on that. Yeah, man. And I was like this, and then I got a really good response. Then yeah. I come backstage and they're still like, yo, man. There's only two more comments. Why don't we wait for him? I'm like, <laughs> and then the one of the fucking line producers heard him. Yeah. Plotting. Yeah. And then I walk over to him and then I'm talking with him. So I'm part of the plot. Yeah. And I wasn't. I was like, please don't beat up Steve Harvey. That climate, man. <laughs> these is these is dudes that wore Tim's in the summertime. These are yeah. not. The type of motherfucker. Yeah. And, then I, and I, as as more and more dumb shit happened, I realized in my comedy career, I was like, I can't. They can come over to the house and hang out, but can't take can. them on the road with you. Yeah, man. Yeah, because it was always something. And then I did a show with Pedro at the Carolines, and they got drunk, and they didn't want to pay their tab. Like fuck that. This costs too much. And then they're like, um, Chang. <laughs> <laughs> You like working. It's wild when they say you like working here, don't you? I'm like, what the fuck happened now? I'm like, well, but why do you bring them? <laughs> no, because they were like literally like, yeah, my friend friends. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. like, and it's funny. They it's didn't care. You know, yeah. if I was funny they had or nothing. Not funny. They had nothing invested in that shit. It's funny. It's like it's like if you open up a subway, right? <laughs> my will be giving away free drinks. Like they don't care. They yeah. not, their money ain't in it. They be like, yo, they don't care. Got the tomatoes, man. Hey, y'all got the rest of these sandwiches. They had no tomatoes. Like, yo, go cut them up in the back, man. He ain't pay me for that. It's like they not gonna do anything <laughs> extra. <laughs> so they like we ain't selling. But they, they was about the rah rah. We used to call it. They was about the rah rah. They was about get. Yo, let's get into some shit. Yeah. Let's do shit. Threatening yeah. motherfuckers like, you know, like they would do corny shit. Like I thought it was corny. Mm-hmm. Where the dude would put ice in their drinks and go, hey man, put another ice cube in that bitch. <laughs> and, and if some bartender's like, who are you talking to? Like, right, right. motherfucker. Yeah. You know, we know where you get off. And like yeah. they would say shit, crazy shit like that. Like, yeah. yo, yeah. man, I know where you live at. Like, and they would really, this is the wild part. They really did. They would do shit like that. They would right. follow niggas just on purpose yeah. to find out where they live so later they could say some shit to them like, I know where they live. And then the motherfuckers would be like, because it was some raw, raw people come back at them they, and then they tell them their address and that's some ice chill shit to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know exactly. You live on the second floor, blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, what was that? Um, Straight out of Compton. 
That type shit. When when, uh, when, when they got Easy E and the little joint, like yo, when they pulled the guns out. I'm like, yo, don't you don't your grandma and mom still live over there? You know, and I'm like, damn, they they, they really did shit like that, <laughs> yeah, right, right? And I was right, like, right. what does this have to do with comedy? Get the fuck away from me! This y'all crazy. And then um and then and then I realized, I, especially in L.A., you can't do that. I didn't do that in L.A., but I used to fuck up in L.A. because I was still on that. Yo, I wish you would say something to me, then or if you heckle me, I'm like, yo, fight you. And then um, I I was gonna fight this comic named AJ Johnson. I know I remember AJ Johnson. I, I don't. He don't know this. I remember he, him. I remember him. Though. He kind of knows, and I, I don't know him. So he starts bagging on me, and I'm not a bagger. I'm not yeah. a, you know, yeah. I I don't like doing. I don't snap. I don't do that shit. I come do my shit and I bounce. And so he don't know me, and he starts saying some go some goofy shit. I'm like, don't let me go out the, out the trunk. I'm like, I don't even know you, man. And what makes you think I'm going to let you walk to your fucking car? <laughs> I'm going to drop I'm gonna drop 10 on you right now. I'm talking yeah. about bit, 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 yeah. nigga. Yeah, yeah. And then the Ronaldo Ray, an old school comic. Yeah. Like, he could gets, gets see me getting mad. Yeah. And I'm and I'm, I'm thinking, um, I don't want to get kicked out of the club. It was a comp club, club called the Comedy Act Theater. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ronaldo Ray came up and said, look here, young blood. And then, and then, George Wallace and him used to call me New York. He used to call me New York or Youngblood. And they never right. called me by my name. I don't know why they knew my name. Right, right, right. And they, he said, let me tell you something, Youngblood. Uh, I, I'm, I'm doing the, the show and I'm arguing with this nigga for about an hour. And then uh, I realized who the asshole was. And I walked away. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, who? this is how dumb I was. I'm like, well, who's the asshole? He's the asshole, right? Right, 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 right. <laughs> it ain't. And then, then later, I get in my car and realize I'm the asshole yeah. for arguing, for letting him get to me. Yeah. And from then on, I was super chill. That's a cold. That's a cold line, man. To be able to just say that and walk off, you'd be like, wait, 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 I don't get it. You know what I mean? But then I didn't like, get it at all. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's a cold way because for, you argue with fools. Yeah, yeah. But like, like the fact that you getting that angry about some bullshit, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, end up like, in jail, end up yeah. rest of my life, yeah. never see but my you kid know, again. But you know, but see you, but see, here's the thing. You well, people that's with the rah-rah. You kind of with the rah-rah, so it's got like- Oh no, I, after that, I, I realized, I realized this is a business. Yeah. I can't be, I can't get kicked out of clubs. I can't be arguing right. with motherfuckers. I can't be calling. I would say the craziest shit like, yo man, how about I reach over that fucking counter and stab you with your fucking knife? Stop right. playing. Stop playing. And then, and they didn't realize I was so nutty. I was like, I probably would have did some dumb shit like that. Right. At comedy clubs. Right. Part part of me, part of me wishes that I did start comedy in my twenties. Yeah. But 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 I, I I'm appreciative that I didn't start to my thirties. Well, you're grown and you because I'm grown yeah. and I didn't have time for all the nonsense. Like I was I started all in my twenties. I was all about writing and getting further faster i wasn't so i was about right yeah i was about yeah uh yeah and then i i finally figured it out ronaldo ray i'm gonna yeah. get props to ronaldo because it wasn't me yeah and yeah. then one, I, once i figured it out i was much uh, people said what the fuck happened to you super professional super on it and then after that i didn't do that and then john witherspoon another comic that maybe you young comics don't know Rest in peace. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. See, that's good to you know. Because I've been on. I was on two other shows, and I'm naming comics, and the comic was like, "Who's that?" I went, "Wow." Uh, and then I was like, "Have you seen Fridays? Have you seen this?" And then he was like, "Oh, him. Yeah, he's good." Yeah. So you got spoon. When you talk about spoon and Mooney and 
and uh, you know, uh, Gregory and all those guys, you know, New York on number one. But then the, 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 the second part of that is the fact that those guys were all around prior. Ronaldo Ray, like all around prior, all yeah. around that, 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 that time frame. Eddie, Mur they saw Eddie Murphy come through and go past. You know what I mean? Like they were all there already doing comedy when Eddie Murphy came through. You know what I mean? So it's like, you got to know your history. You can't know where you going if you don't know what's in the past. But they didn't. I'm so telling you. So, so like part of the reason I reached out to you is I'm going, why, why I haven't seen Shane on podcast. I see podcasts. I see people doing podcasts. I people have conversations or whatever. I see you have your own. I see you have your own thing that you do. Yeah, because I, yeah, like, I was focused on that because we get money from that. Not a I lot, can't. Though. Yeah, but I can't. I can't have my my platform or my broadcast if I don't bring on the people that had impacts on me. Right, right. I can't. I gotta bring you on because I'm like the first time I got a chance to feature and get paid for the first time. It was opening for Shane. Like, right, like right. it was like that. Was that was like let me bring him on and and let right. him know what his impact. I, same reason I brought Michael Sean on. I know him. You know I've known right. him for a long time. Yeah, and Michael Sean was one of the reasons I felt like I could do comedy. I wow. was like, yo, this dude, because I was living in, I was living in uh, South Jersey at the time, and he he was doing these shows, and I'm like, yo, this dude is funny as shit, and I'm like, yo, I want to do that shit, you know what I mean? Like, it was like one of those things, and we went back and started talking about the shows, and he was like, yo, I was doing some wild shit. I said, dude, one night you was at the show, and it was some drug dealers in that joint, and they came up on stage, and they had one dude was rapping, and they was all standing behind him. I say, and when they got off the stage, you start breaking on dudes and call. He was like, what the fuck are y'all? He's like, I heard a Wu-Tang. He said, y'all motherfuckers is just Tang. And motherfuckers yeah. going, and I said, yo, they was like plotting. He said, nigga, I was drunk. He's like, I said, Man. I said, I said, he said, I was right drunk. He said, but uh, for some reason I remember that dumb shit. He said, because they wasn't laughing at all. I was like, no, oh, they no, I've had that happen. I said, no, they wasn't, yo. Yeah. But I mean, I know all of these cats and I've been lucky. And I try to tell people before, when I quit my job, job, like, yeah. like when I quit that, since that point, I haven't yeah. had a, a job other than right. comedy. So right. I've been very lucky. The Amazon thing, I wish it would have, COVID wouldn't have thrown me off a little bit. Yeah. It didn't throw me off, it threw the distributor off. The distributor's like, well, we can't, we got to go with the big names. We can't put you out now. Right. And I said, but then now that I'm, is clocking good views now they like oh my goodness we should have put this out earlier yeah well i'm i and i understand i'm not big as michael blackson or big, i mean i'm not i'm i'm a i'm a stronger stand-up yeah absolutely and and then when people hear me say that they go oh man you start a war no mm -hmm. as a stand-up i'm a more diverse stronger mm -hmm. stand-up uh -huh. am i a stronger character or a stronger celebrity no because you're not doing a character on stage you you being you on stage, right? So, but so Michael, a lot of people, Jackson, yeah, a, a lot of there. people don't know that. A lot of people don't know the difference between that's not him. That's not who that is. That's like he like when you come out on stage or when I come out on stage, I'm coming out as me, right? Like the like people like like that's Michael Blackson. That, like that dude don't talk like that dude from Philly. Like 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 what are y'all? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, he, he really does. He really doesn't talk like that. I don't. I know. I told I'm somebody to that, 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 yeah. that nobody believes me. I'm like, oh, I'm telling you, I know. I did a movie in his house. <laughs> I'm dead serious. It's a beautiful house too. Yeah, yeah, in, right. in Delaware. Right, and he doesn't talk anything like that. He cool. Not at all. The coolest and shit. The coolest shit. But the, in fact, the guy that wants to start booking me for gigs is uh -huh. his 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 manager. Cool. Um, cool. Uh, Eric Eric Younger, and 
when I say that, I like, like for instance, I worked with Earthquake before. Yeah. And I, I respect Earthquake and I like Earthquake a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I realized Earthquake's a monster. Yeah. And I would never say that about Earthquake. Mm-hmm. But I've been on the road with Michael Blackson and Donnell Rollins. Yep. We did some shows. Yep. And um, I was stronger than them. It's yep. as simple as that. Yeah. Just like when I was on a show with um, Tony Roberts, mm-hmm. they had I did a, some dates with Tony, me, Tony Roberts, and um, what's uh, uh, Corey Holcomb. Okay. And then I realized, oh, we're about neck and neck. Yeah. Then I did a show with DL, mm-hmm. and then I realized, no, I need some work. <laughs> <laughs> there's levels to this shit oh, absolutely absolutely but it's, it's always the, it's always the community you work with they go i gotta write better like you know like you be man. like you be like man like when i tell you this motherfucker we did a show and when i say this motherfucker destroyed yeah yeah dl hughley and yeah. i and, and people were like well he wasn't the strongest on um on uh what the kings of comedy yeah, but if, but review wise, he was he got the best reviews because yeah. his material was a little bit more structured. Yeah, no, Bernie Mac had the stronger response. Right, he didn't get as many laughs as DL because Bernie Mac does a real long story, big laugh, yep. real long story, big laugh. Whereas DL's joke, bam, joke, bam, bam, bam. LPMs are like all the way yeah. up. You know what I mean? Right. And a lot of but, people uh, don't understand that in the game; and they don't get that part. And I try to tell comedians, younger comedians, like if you're gonna be a storyteller, just understand. That long story, if it don't have a big punch, you only start another story after that shit don't, that's the flaw. Yeah. So that's more silence. You know what yeah. I mean? So, <laughs> it's you, like... You become a TED Talk. That's what the fuck you are. <laughs> but I, and also, I, did, uh, I watched uh, a couple comics. Um, Malik S. Yeah. Uh, out of yeah. Uh, Florida. I think he's out yeah. of Florida. There's yeah. some comics that I know. I was like, God damn, he's strong. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, you could tell a difference. And then I watched some, uh, the, what's the dude name that the fuck out of here, uh, the uh, the young dude, uh, um, DC, DC Young Fly. Young Fly, yeah. Young Fly, or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah. uh, he, uh, not whatever his name is, DC Young Fly, because yeah. he's DC. a celebrity. Yeah. And uh, yeah. all of those cats that do the 503 boys, or what is some something South uh, 85 boys. South, that's a- 85 Carlos South, Chico they, Carlos, yep. they, get, they get in the bag and they're smart. And yeah. I watched him do a set and I was like, that ain't nothing but Chris Tucker, but, right. but he's, doing great but he's learned though and that's one thing i said about dc dc is when he first came out he didn't really know he was doing on stage but with him being around carlos you can see the structure like you can see now he's yeah doing it and real cool i only met him once yeah real cool dude but but carlos miller carlos miller is a damn beast i've seen that dude six shows and not do the same joke one time oh no he's great no i I, and i think that dc young fly when i met him he's like and i didn't know him and i didn't think and of course, I'm thinking they're young. They're not going to know who the fuck I am. I was at the Laugh Factory. <laughs> and yeah. he sold it out. It was sold out off of a, a, a tweet or some shit, crazy shit. Yeah. And I was like, God damn, he sold this out off of a tweet. Yeah. And um, he um, came up and said, hey, what's up, OG? I know who you are. And he started talking to me. I was like, oh, shit. And then a whole bunch of the other younger comics like, hey, what's up? Hey, man. Hey, nigga. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. I, yeah, and, man. It, and it was wild that the younger comics knew me. And then some comics were like, yeah, my, my cousin opened for you here. And then you went to Chicago and he worked with you there. And I started realizing I met a lot of these guys when they were features. Yeah. And now they're headliners. And I'm like proud of them. But I'm also a little racist 
because <laughs> I, because no, I'm I'm happier for black comics getting work. Yeah. Than white comics a lot of times because I think white comics have an infrastructure where they're set up to win. Absolutely. And and black comics sometimes it's hard to get in the mainstream club. So when I see a black comic in a mainstream club, the guy I'm co-host with on my show, uh, Pedro. His yeah. name is Pedro Hernandez. He's brother from um, Detroit. Yeah. I started working with him because I was like, he couldn't get in some rooms. Yeah. And I love to see, I love to see us, yeah. even though I'm paid. I look, see, I, we, this is on the, this is going to be a podcast, but every time I look at the shit, the light from my fucking thing, man, I'm, I mean, I look white. I look like a fucking, I look like a white boy. And then, but I'm about your complexion. Yeah, I know. We, we, why, is the, why is the light, baby? But I look like a piece of paper. But I'm telling you right now, um, I love to see comics get come up. Yeah, and, I, and, and, and the mainstream rooms too, man. Um, and I, I feel like during the pandemic, you've seen a lot of us doing weekends. And I'm like, okay, so y'all giving them the dates now that this pandemic, because we're the only ones going out there doing this work to get these weekends done. But when they open back up, you're not going to give them them weekends anymore. Not yet. And I don't think so. And I yeah. think that, um, like, even when I worked with you, my main thing was, it's cool to see young cats actually going after this. Does that yeah. make sense what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I like, I like Columbia. It's just, I, I heard that the, the Columbia yeah. Comedy House yeah. I heard that the dude died. Is yeah. that the truth? Uh, Mr. Wiggum passed away, and now the club ownership is through a group, um, and the management is different. A lot of people that was working there are gone, so it's really not the same anymore. It's not? Uh, uh, man, I used to love that club. I did too, I got, man. I got, I, I'm, I'm single now, and I was single then, so it was cool. Yeah. Uh, I got, I got, uh, I got, I, I got a, a chick that... Yeah. I, and I never, I'm one of those comics. No, I never get laid. I never get laid on the road. I never get no pussy. All you young comics, I know you get, I never, I, for some reason, I have no game. I'm too busy worried about, uh, did you get a t-shirt? Did you buy one of my downloads? Sign up on my email list. Sign up on my email list. Because I have a million six emails. Oh, I have a, man. I have a million six email, but that's all I did was sign up on my email list. Did you buy a download code? I sell download cards where they can download some of my specials. I will do. And, and it's $10, and people don't realize it cost me $1.50 to get yeah. these motherfuckers. And yeah. they ten, I charge $10, and all they do is scratch the code off, put it in their phone, and it downloads my special right into their phone or yeah. whatever thing you yeah. want to download. Outlet, to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I was like, I was doing that, so I never worried about women. And I did Columbia, South Carolina, the comedy house. Yeah. And there was a lull between shows. And I noticed this chick was still there. Right. And I was like, hey, she said, I really thought you were funny. I'm going to, I paid to see you again. And something in my mind went, got her. And yeah, right. <laughs> I never had it like that. And she was phenomenal. <laughs> so they, they're still, they still booking. Now, if I see they say, hey, Shane coming back, I'm like, hey, Shane coming back. <laughs> like, I'm like, definitely. I would It'll be because drive, of her. Right, but I'll definitely drive down to come check it out. But like, like I said, that was. So it really, that, that it's changed that it's, much? Yeah. So right I liked now, it the way it was I before. I, yeah. So now they went, from, they went from the way it was before to all uh, urban. Like, it's like all urban acts. That's all they do is urban acts there. Remember when, remember they had the viral video where Steve Brown was getting attacked on stage? Yeah, and he had that to was at the com That was at the comedy house. They thing at him. Yeah. That was at the comedy house. I, I did, yeah. That was at the comedy house, yep. 
Well, I mean, where you? Where? How far is it from you? I'm an hour. I'm in Charlotte, so I'm about an hour. I'm about an hour and twenty minutes from there. I I did a place the zone. Comedy uh, zone, yes. Zone there. Uh, that was really nice. Yeah, the new one, the one downstairs in the basement with the uh, low roof and everything. You yeah, talk about the I one. Like yeah. It. yeah, that's my that's my home club. But uh, I'm pretty sure I was out of town when you came. But I was, it was working nice. Out. Yeah, man, that's a it really nice. good club. I take my uh, I take my album there. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, it was dope. It did was you great. have fun? Did you? Was it fun? Yeah, man. Um, the way I did it, this is how I freaked it. Uh, they did a comedy graduation night, so it was packed. There was three hundred seventy-five people in there, and I was like, "Yo, let me get like, uh, let me get like thirty-five minutes." At the end, Joel was like, "Cool." I was like, "I'm gonna take my album." He's like, "Oh, that's gonna be dope. They're gonna really love that." So like, like all the all the graduates got done. They came out was like, "Hey, we're gonna do a comedy taping from one of the." a former graduate of the comedy school or whatever, and he gonna tape his album tonight and y'all gonna be a part That's of it. That's cool. So the crowd was like, yo, we staying. And I was like, <laughs> I just walked out there, did my set and shit, and the dude did the audio and shit. And I was like, all right, let's submit this shit. That is, that is good. So oh I man, no, send, it, send it to it LOL. Yeah, it was no uh, no advertisement. I didn't have to worry about people buying tickets. I already had an audience there of strangers. And I was just like, all right, cool. I had to worry about nobody trying to get on the album. Like, Jay Bliss, my dude. Like, I don't let, I'm like, no, I don't, you know what I mean? So, um, and the whole submitting the LOL and stuff like that, man, I'm still trying to figure that shit out. I've been online for like a month trying to figure that shit out. So. <laughs> I, got, I got one of the guys, I'll send you the guy's email. I got, I got to send him some shit. Yeah. I got yeah. one of the guys um, email that you send it to. Okay, cool. That's and, then, and then they, but they chop it up. You know, they don't. Yeah, no, it's I already got them chopped up. I got every bit oh, chopped up. Yeah, okay, yeah. so yeah, they'll, they won't. People are like, oh, I try to get my shit on there, but they only play one thing. I said that's how they do. They don't play. Nah, they don't the, want the whole, whole album. album. You yeah, send, you send the, you send them the bits. They pick the ones they want. But once and they start playing, yeah, I try to explain that to some comics. But no, I'll give you the, I'll get, I'll send you just email yeah. me what you, uh, what you got. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Not the, the, you can send it to them. And right. Then I'll, I'll send you the email for there and a couple other ones. Cool, and, man. Uh, I think that yeah. the main thing is, damn, that's trippy. That I thought that I used to really like that club. They yeah. had the, the checkered stage. Yeah, but they, they painted over that. So it's not the, the checkered stage anymore. They painted over that. Uh, remember, they used to have a crazy door situation where if you walked out the wrong one, you might be like turned around and trying to get out the wrong way and shit. But now they got the joint where it, it like lifts up like a garage door when you walk out on stage now. Wow. Yeah. Have yeah. you done it? I haven't done it since Dom, Mr. Wiggum died. Oh, I yeah. mean, because because Eric was asking me if I wanted to do some stuff down there, but um, the guy is, I mean, we'll see what Eric does for, with me. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to, I mean, I like the old, I like the they're old. Definitely, I mean, they definitely will come out. I mean, you know, you're going to have your, you're going to have your base, your both audiences are going to come out, man. They love comedy down there, but I just Are they doing full audiences? Because a lot of places are doing like I think uh, it's. I think it's half right now, but I mean, shoot, I think by the summertime, man, earth might be back open. <laughs> I just feel like, I, I feel like summertime is going to happen. I, I get my second vaccine on uh, the 31st. So oh, okay, yeah. yeah my, my boy just got his. I got to wait and get mine. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm surprised, man. Like a lot of the comedy clubs that I, I I'm lucky enough to get into improvs and the funny bones and, yeah, they pay, they pay me really good, and I'm, you you headline those right because I, I do those, but I I'm, I'm they bring me as features, so yeah. I'm featuring those, but it's very few far between because a lot of comics bring their own, 
And then like I'll work with a headliner and they be like, don't put him with me no more. And I'd be like, oh, I, I, I never, it's so, it's, <laughs> I hate that all shit. you headliners that do shit like that, what kind of yogurty bitch shit is that? You yogurty, oh. you yogurty fruit at the bottom, yo play bitch ass. I'll comedy. tell you, I'll tell you a big name that did that to me. Who? And and he, he sold it out because of his podcast. Dan Soder. Why? From Bonfire. I know. I don't, he just told, he told the club. I was very hard to follow. And I'm what's, like, dude, what's wrong with that? Are, these people are packed in here because of billions and the bonfire. They give a fuck about who I am. I'm just happy I'm selling some t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, why would you tell the club that? Like, I got, you know what I've mean? never, I, 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 I don't bring, I mean, I've, I've been, there's a couple comments that asked me to feature and yeah. uh, I was, I've done that before, but, yeah. um, a lot of times I just show up whoever's there. Whoever like, there, whoever there, man, it's gonna be like I always tell them, yo, it's gonna be a good weekend, man. Let's have a good time. And you know, if I check out your set, if I see something, man, I'll be maybe give you some pointers. Do the same for me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like what yeah, enough type things. You know what I mean? I never, I never told a comic, don't do that joke. I don't care. There was uh -huh. a comic did a joke about the same topic as me. And I watched him and I said, Okay, so what? And then right. I would Reference him, like you heard him say, and it would be my take. But that's a perfect way to do it. I had a, I had a comedian. I was featuring one time, and I was doing a joke that the headliner was doing. And when he saw my joke, he said, "I ain't doing mine no more." And I was but, like, "What?" He goes, "That but, shit is genius." And I was like, "Appreciate it." You know what I mean? And it was just like one of those things where he was like, "Yo, that shit." He was like, "I like that shit," and I was like, "Yo, appreciate that." You know what I mean? I, I think that you're supposed to let. This is like the people used to do with me, other, but I was so edgy. I was yeah. so edgy. I knew it because I, I was I was like, I'm going to be, I want to make people like question when they're sitting there. Why are you laughing at this abortion joke? Why are you, I'm doing a joke about abortion and you're laughing at it. Yes. Yes, because yes. I had a bit of, this old school, I had a bit about it, about people picketing bathrooms because- Men kill more babies than you could ever imagine in the back. <laughs> I have killed large villages <laughs> in the bathroom <laughs> and washed them away. <laughs> I've killed a bunch of kids in socks. I've left kids in socks. I left them in, you know, tissue. Oh, that's hilarious. So I was doing this stuff about the 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 the, the yeah. abortion people outside my bathroom, right? And, and picketing me. And I and then I make sure it's even goes darker and darker and darker. Yeah. And it was funny at the end. I I purposely, but then when people are laughing and I acted out. Yeah. What you I knocking on the door? What you doing in there? Yeah. You know I make sure you make. What you do is when you do a subject like that, you make a. If you have an antagonist that's a funny, what you do? I know what you're doing. You're in there killing babies. <laughs> you're a baby killer, baby killer, Jack, and you're a penis. So you make it weird and funny. Right. And then, but they don't realize, I just did a whole three minutes on abortion. On abortion. And, and yeah. on abortion. It's on yeah. abortion. So um, I, yeah. I, I, I need to bring that bit back because I stopped doing it. Because the yeah. club owner told me, he said, uh, he said, yeah, that's a that loved your set, but that was a touchy. Some people were really on their heels on that one. Uh, I, I bombed, I bombed about a month ago at a teachers conference in uh in South Carolina, 
and it was just uptight. And, you know, I went up there and it wasn't feeling it. I'm trying to get the audience. So I go worse. That's how I do. When, when, when the crowd's not feeling it, I go worse. So I'm going worse. I'm like, yo, all right. So y'all didn't like that one. All right, cool. Let's go worse. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm just going down and I, I did that. this, I did this one joke, man. And uh, it's about uh, me doing this joke and uh, always wanting to do comedy and have somebody do sign language on stage. But we had a we had an interpreter in the audience, but I've never been able to have somebody do sign language on stage because I never had anybody deaf in the audience. So I was like, I pulled her up on stage just to test the shit out. So I'm doing these jokes or whatever, and she's signing behind me, and the crowd is laughing. And I'm like, this is how dumb the crowd was. They weren't laughing when they heard my joke. They wait till she got done, and then they were laughing. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Y'all not deaf, and y'all know sign language. What the fuck you waiting on her for? And I was right. like, they're doing all this shit. And she doing all this shit behind me. They laughing at her. I'm like, that's not how this shit worked. Because if it was a deaf person in the audience, I would tell the joke. Y'all would laugh. And then I would hear, after. And the crowd, that. listen, the crowd go crazy. And then I go, hey, listen, some of y'all got real tight on that shit. All right. But they ain't going to never hear that joke. So fucking relax. And <laughs> like, 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 the crowd was like, yo, that shit crazy. And the lady came up to me at the joint was like, hey, can we can I talk to you for a minute? I'm like, I'm on stage. I just got him laughing. What the fuck wrong with y'all? You know what I'm saying? She's like, well, just real quick. And I go over there. She's like, I think you offended some people with that joke. I was like, you know what That's I'm here funny. for, right? And I'm sitting there like, you know what I'm here for, right? And I was like, you know I'm going to tell everybody what you just told me. She's like, well, this is between us. You don't have to tell everybody. I was like, you know I'm a comedian, right? I was like, this shit is funny right here between us. I was like, you telling me what not to do on stage. I was like, I'm going to mention that shit when I go back on stage. So I go back on stage and I was like, all right, apparently I offended some of y'all because they're all a little tight in the ass and that last joke was a little offensive to some of y'all. I was like, but uh, let me go worse. (laughs) I go into a a worse joke than that. And the dude came up after that was like, yo, we just gonna cut it short, man. I was like, I was like. I've had that happen so many times. (laughs) But you know what though? Watch when you get, watch when you get a, like, I did a, I did a, they let me do a head, a joke about head on the late show. Which, which, oh, for real? The, Wait a minute, don't you have to write your shit out before you? And they let you go on? <laughs> oh, wow. He knew, they knew the joke. And he said, <laughs> he said, I like it. The, it was uh, a Craig Ferguson. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, Craig Ferguson's like, and I, he don't know me. He said, but I like it. Right. And uh, they let me do it. They let me do that. Damn. And I was like, wow. It was about uh, your woman can't be a cannibal. And you can't get hit if your woman's a cannibal. Yo, that's you can't, funny. You can't, you can't, like, baby, uh, a little bit too much A1 sauce. You gotta, <laughs> like, and I would do the bit, like, hey, I love you, but they say, that ain't, that ain't Swedish meatballs. Baby, those, are my, those are my balls. You need to can. You're doing a little too hard on the, and, you know, and I know I, I know I found you in the Congo, but listen, this yeah. shit. <laughs> and they let me slide. They let me slide because he was like, ah, it's late night. And, yeah. and also when I went for, when I first did Comedy Central, they, they let me just get away with some stuff that I was surprised. Because they knew what I was like. They knew yeah. what kind of stand-up I was like. And I did some real political shit, really, really political shit. And so oh. they let me slide. So now I'm... I, I, I try to make sure that I do shit like that because my following that does follow me, they really like that shit. Like, even in the special, I did some goofy shit, some physical shit, but not, like, to the point of, um, like, an RSJ or nothing. Yeah. Uh, but, um, 
Yeah, man. I, I think that half my set on the special on Amazon is edgy, political. Well, I'd say about 60%. And then there's goofy shit sprinkled in. Yeah, yeah. I sprinkled I mean, goofy shit in. So, because I thought, uh, one of the producers said, he said, we want to reach more people and you can't do some of that dark shit you do. I said, well, I'm going to do a lot of it, though. Yeah. And, and he said, well, we're trying to get the widest audience possible. This is this is second to Netflix. We need you to reach as many people as possible. Right. I was like, well, you are paying for it. So right, right, right. right. How about we do? And we literally sat in a meeting. I said, all right, I'm going to do 75 percent. And he was like, ah, can you do 60? And I said, ah, I got to do 65. <laughs> and then the other con- the other producer was like, well, Rob, let, let's see if we could, the first show, let it see how it goes. If it goes well, then the second show, let him do it. And then the second show, I did like 85%. That's dope. Yeah. That's yeah. Dope. I'll just, and, and somebody called me a cop hater the other day, and I feel good about that. That uh, yeah, I was at the um, I was at the CVS drugstore. Mm-hmm. And the dude recognized me, and I had a mask on, which is weird. I was like, he's like, yeah, yeah I just saw your saw you, and uh, you're a cop hater. I said, what? I saw your show. You hate cops. I said, no, I hate cops that choke black people. Yeah, exactly. I do it's, hate. It's, it. it's between being cops and a bad cop. You know, there's I mean? a bad cop, and I yeah. said, and if you're a good cop and you're not policing the bad cop, then you're not a yeah. good cop. Yeah, and, and the and the bit is basically just talk about how how many good cops keep letting bad cops be bad cops. Absolutely, and, and you know, and they always talk about that one bad apple. And then it was funny. Uh, I love the Chris Rock. He even did better than me, which of course he's Chris Rock. Shit is really good. I don't know if anybody gets to see it. It's on Netflix. It's um, called Tambourine. Tambourine. I remember. Yeah, some great cool. structured material on that. And yep. some, and I, I mean, he starts off edgy. I want to see white women crying on the news about their child that got shot. Exactly. And that's your first joke? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yo. Yeah. But you know, it's like the honesty that comedians can get away with. But I'm going to tell you the thing that, that bothers me too is the people that get online and do, do these jokes or whatever, and then they have to go back and apologize. And I keep telling them, don't apologize for a joke. What you have to be able to do is look at it from this standpoint. If Dave Chappelle had did the same joke you just did, they'd probably call it genius. Like you're yeah, just at a point right now where people just don't they don't they don't know who you are, and it's that's where I'm at. Yeah, they can cancel you and say, "Oh, well, he said this, so let's cancel him." I'm like, nah, he shouldn't be apologizing for that joke. I say because if you look at the comments, there's people out here with a with a laughing face on there. So he he yeah. hit the people that he's supposed that, to hit. But with that Chris shit. Rock, Chris, I'm not Chris. I mean, I'm sorry, Dave Chappelle got a zero. Yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. The critics hated it that yes, show, but the I critics was good. Don't, the critics don't fucking good. matter because the people watching that shit. Is yeah, like, he got a ninety-nine. He got a ninety-nine percent from the people. Yeah, and, and by the way, everybody, I just got a ninety-nine percent. So fuck with your there, boy. There you go. And, there you and, go. And yeah. then, but he got a zero because people were offended because he said the LBGTQ yeah community yeah. Um, yeah. And I like I like this. I liked it. I thought I like- that shit was dope, man. He touched on everything that everybody was skittish about even talking about. And he just- I like yeah, I like Chappelle. I like Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. Who's your favorite comics? I wanna know. Like I got five. I- All right. See, so- mine are older than yours though. So yeah, can- yeah, probably. But my I would mean, right now, like I would I would definitely put Chappelle in there. We already talked about Patrice O'Neill. 
Yeah. Bill Burr, Bill Burr is, I think, is He's fucking, fucking hilarious. He's yeah. fucking phenomenal. I like Bill Burr. Um, I would say uh, I, I really like, and this is just recently because I just really like the way he tells stories. Ali Sadiq right now, man, is I like Ali. going insane. And it's just because of the way, and I worked with him one time, and the way he fucking tames his audience before he even starts is fucking genius. And I'm like, damn, dude. Like, you already even set them up for some bullshit. Like, like before it, it even goes I there. like him a lot. I like yeah. him. And I'm proud of him. He's doing good. And, uh, and, and, um, and, 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 uh, and Jezzelneck, man. That yeah, misdirection he, shit. That dark. He's dark as is. fuck. Yeah. That shit, I can never fucking figure out where the fuck he going. And I go, damn, dude. Just like so that it, shit, cool. that shit gets me. That shit gets me crazy. Cause like when I when I and like it's just the, it's my mood too. But if you tell me like the four the first four that I named, whatever they do, I'm like I'm on that shit. Right. Now, you talk about newer comedians, like comedians that haven't popped yet. Like my man Marvin Hunter, I rock with that nigga. That's uh, he's dude. he's so good. That is my dude. I met him down in Columbia. We've been friends for probably as long as like, I've been doing comedy fifteen. We've been friends for about. 13 of them. Wow. 13 yeah. of those years. I love his stuff. So that, yeah, um, that's my dude. Man. I, I, I like uh, this dude, Theo Vaughn. I like Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. Uh, he says work, some crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I worked with Theo Vaughn before at the, uh, the Comedy Zone. At the Comedy Zone. And this was before he popped when he went on uh, when he went on the, uh, Joe Rogan. He went on Joe Rogan. That, that's that was it. But before that, he wasn't even selling out shows. Wow. But he got on Joe Rogan. Boom. I was like, this shit is crazy how comedy fucking work, man. Joe Rogan's like doing uh, three specials. That's yeah, what they said. And, and I work with one, Mark, one Mark, appearance. Mark Norman is another one. Yeah. Mark Norman wow. is another guy. It's just like, he just reminds me a lot of Seinfeld, but his pen is crazy. His pen is crazy. Uh, yeah. Well, see, yeah, I definitely got old school. I, but mine are Chris Rock. Yeah. For sure. Chris Rock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. Um, everybody's like, you don't get Chappelle in Taiwan? No. Right, right, right. Old school Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You have to really go back to see it. Uh, uh, for the young comics, the comic, uh, it's uh, Delirious. Yeah. Uh, delirious. Mm -hmm. it's, like, I tell people to go back and watch how confident this young comic was. The that, shit was so, that shit was, that shit should have been called Raw, and the Raw should have been called Delirious. Yeah. Because... Delirious was fucking raw. When you go back and look at Delirious, you go, this motherfucker ain't really know what he was doing. Like, this motherfucker was on little stage. Like, he was good. It was crazy because, like, you hear Pryor a little bit, the way he talks and does those characters and things like that. Because when you go back and listen to a Richard Pryor, he does all those characters. Right. But then, like, some people don't even recognize when you listen to some of Pryor's bits, like, on, on the radio, some of them aren't working. Some of them are bombing. Right. And you're like, wow, like... He was just talking. He, that wasn't even a joke. He was just fucking spitting shit on stage. Carlin was the same way. And I'm like, damn, like, it's weird to me. Like, when Deion Cole just did his special, talking about how he came up with an hour or how he does this writing process. And I'm going, he's giving away what we go through as comedians, but a lot of people just don't get it. Like, right. when you come up with a brand new hour, how fucking hard that is. Like you might go on stage and got to do forty five minutes, but you got fifteen minutes of structure. Yeah. Oh no, I, <laughs> it, I put it this way: it took me a year and change to come up. But I also, I didn't do a lot of the. No, some of it's material I already had. Yeah. 
And then it's, I've revisited old material that I never, I, like I didn't do it. And now I got the confidence like, yo, I can do this bit now. Yeah. Like I did that abortion joke for maybe three months. Then right. I stopped. Right. So now I would absolutely do full blast the whole fucking bit. Yeah. And I could give a fuck. But yeah. then I was like, yeah, but I kind of, I want to get in Catch Rise and Star. I want to be a regular. Let me, let me do it. You know, yeah. but, and then once I started headlining, I was like, fuck all y'all. So, so, so go back, go back to your list. So you had Patrice, you had early Chris Eddie Rock, Murphy. Chris early Rock. Eddie Murphy when he did yeah. stand up. Cause yeah. I mean, I think he stopped after, he stopped after a while. After, uh, yeah, after Raw. Was it Raw? I, yeah, he did stop after yeah. that. But he was doing all yeah. the movies. He was doing all the movies. I get, yeah, but once you're getting millions for the movies, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn, um, okay. Theo Vaughn. Bill Hicks when he was alive. Yeah. As opposed to dead. When he's dead, he ain't as good. I'm a fucking not as funny. Um, and uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I like uh, Marshall Warfield. I like oh, yeah, Wanda man. Sykes. Oh, man. I like Wanda Sykes. I like her a lot. But yeah. I, I, Wanda Sykes to me, it, I, she, she do her thing. But um, young comics wise, uh-huh. I just so many dudes, I, I go, I hope that they make it. Yeah. Like I see young comics and I go, like, cause they, a lot of them, you know, they do the early spots. It's called the new faces in, right, in right, Hollywood. Right. right. And I would watch them and go, man, and I would tell them when they come off stage, man, you got it. Just, I hope you can keep pushing. Yeah. You know, cause the motherfuckers is like, I wish somebody would have told me to keep pushing. And, yeah. but I was going, but I didn't care anyway. I was still pushing anyway. Right. But um, when I came back my second time, yeah, um, it was so much easier. The first yeah. time it was hard. I couldn't get work. People were like, oh, you're going to be too rusty. You're mm. going to be this, you be that. And I was like, wasn't rusty at all. I just was changing diaper. You know, yeah. I wasn't, you know, I was fine. I was fine. But they wouldn't give me a shot. And then they gave me a shot. And then when I came back the second time, it was cool. Yeah. And then, and then they, people knew I quit to write. So yeah. the third time, they knew I was still in the business. Right. And when I came back, it was easy. It was easy. The third time was easy. And then I have been doing it since. So that was, okay, Cameron's 23. Shit, I gotta go by my son's age to figure the shit out. Yeah, so it'll be thirteen years. Dang, I've been. It's been thirteen years where I've been. Yeah, yeah, it's back on. It. Yeah, straight. Yeah, and uh, I've been lucky. I've been lucky, and hopefully this dude Eric Younger. Yeah, I'm talk his name up. Yeah, hope he, he, you booking Michael Blackson all over the place, nigga. Book me too. Yeah, bring him back. Yeah, bring yeah. Him back. yeah. I want to do club. I want to do Columbia, South Carolina, but yeah. Uh, if they're not doing it like I, I mean, I haven't even, it's been years. Yeah, it's different, man. I mean, I have, Charlotte, it's you know, been years. Charlotte has been a while too, but like Charlotte is, I mean, that club's still, still popping. It's the same ownership and things like that. Like I said, that's my home club, but I, I'm there like maybe three times a year. I do a birthday show every year with Jay Bliss and friends and shit like that. But, you know, I'm on the road. I'm like out of here. I'm like, if I'm in town. Well, that's man, how you get good. Yeah, I'm not making money if I'm here, so. Yeah, and I, you know what? I remember I used to get paid shit locally, but I'd get paid more. I would go down to Baltimore or Philly, uh-huh. and I would get more money. I'm like, wait a minute. I just did the same jokes an hour and a half away. What? The Laugh House. Yep. That's another place I saw you when I was, it was 97, 98. 
Yeah, ninety seven, ninety eight. I remember I took a, a girl on a date. We was like, "Yo, we're going to," and you was you was there. And the following week, it was Mike Brooks. I remember that joint. And I was like, "Yo, you should do that room twice a year." Yeah, yo, I remember that joint. The laugh house, and it it meant so much to me when I started doing comedy to be able to come back to Philly and do a guest spot. At the at the laugh house, I almost broke down and cried on that damn stage. That that was a sweet stage. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, they sir. said that the, that club is done, and now yeah, there's another done. there's another club. The the punchline is the beast mode and helium. I heard helium. Of the two. Yeah, I've, I've I've done helium. I haven't done um, the punchline. Punch Neither have I. The pandemic. Uh, Toure had the um, soul comedy on Wednesday. I do that all the time. Yeah, and uh, and he would he would give me time. Like when I be in town, I'm like, yo, I'm in I'm in town, and he would be like, yo, you come through. The very first time I I, I hit him up on uh, social media and said, hey man, I'm a comedian in Charlotte. You met me a long time ago at the Lab House. Can I come through? I know what he did. This dude went through Instagram, saw that I was getting bookings. It's just like, yo, yeah, you come through. And I was yeah. like, yo, I respect that. I was like, yo, that's I like- did his, I did his anniversary show. He brought me. He, I was so cool. Two Ray, yeah. another dude, I think is brilliant. And, yes, yes. And, and he hasn't gotten like, like you ever see people that you go, damn, that dude should be. Yeah. Like, people have said that about me, but I was like, yeah. no, I'm kind of getting it. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not getting it. I'm not, obviously, I'm not in movies and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But for my age. Uh, I, you know, you start thinking, uh, you know, I want to be a producer. That's why I pro- being a producer on this show, uh-huh. I produce stuff for uh, BET. I produce stuff for TV Guide Channel. Yeah. I produce stuff like where people didn't realize if you look at the end of the thing, it's yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, I dug that. And you know how I got that? Uh, like producing wise, mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle did as a joke, special thanks. And it wasn't, I did nothing for the Chappelle show. If right. you look at the end of the Chappelle show, he put my name. That's dope. He's friends of mine, but he, he didn't give me nothing. He um he put Mitchell Thanks, Richard Pryor, Shang, and such and such. So people would watch it think, oh shit, is Shang one of the producers on the show? Right. And I wasn't. I was just a special thanks because I believe it or not, everybody's gonna say, No way. What happened to you? Um Chappelle used to open, he opened for me before. That's dope. Multiple times. And uh, but he just got in the right circles, mm-hmm. and I and I wasn't as dedicated because uh, I, I swear when my son was born, I don't know, I didn't care as much. It, it's 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 a, it's an amazing thing, man. Um, I was that weird? On the, I was on the same path, man. Like uh, my kids are amazing to me, man. Like it just people are like, why don't you move to LA? Why don't you move to New York? And I'd be like, move away from my kids? Are you fucking crazy? Like I just would not. I can't fathom it. I mean, I, even if the opportunity was mind blowing, I just would be like, uh, "Can y'all wait maybe five years?" Like, I, I like, like, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I mean, pressed. I'm not pressed to do anything other than be around them. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm sorry. I, I mean, wasn't, I wasn't yeah. as um, into yeah. it, and but I mean, but I had a lot of bookings. Yeah. And, uh, Jason Steinberg booked me a bunch of dates with me, Tony Woods, and a comic named Todd Lynn. Mm-hmm. I think Tony Woods just did his Netflix thing. I'm so happy for him. Yeah, uh, really good friend of mine, Godfrey. Yeah, yeah, for hours on IG. He's a be- um, he's a beast too. He should be I, listed at one of those lists yeah. too. Oh no, I, yeah. I'm so happy for him. Yeah. Tony Woods, uh, Dean Edwards did a, a Netflix joint. Yeah, uh, Tiffany Tiffany Haddish put him on. I heard yeah. Tiffany won a Grammy. I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. Saw that I'm joint. Like, Yo, fuck it, get the bag. I like. Yeah. I don't. Tiffany Tiffany's putting other comics on. I ain't mad at her. Yeah. Um, Lunell, I like a lot. 
Yeah. I like I like Lunell. I got just, the chance I, to work with her too. Yep. I, you know, the only thing I thought was not, and you can tell me this. I watched Coming to America and uh-huh. I watched part of it. Yeah. And keep it real, I didn't watch the whole thing. Right. And I saw Lunell in it and I saw Ronnie Perry and I was sitting there going, they're really funny. I wish they would have gave them more, like just give them uh, some give funny them scenes or something. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Tracy Morgan's in the movie and yeah. it, it felt like they didn't give him enough to, did you see the movie? Yeah. And I, like, I, is it I, just I, me? I agree, with, I, I agree with it. I felt like give them, give them some more to play with. Yeah. I think, I think, I don't know. Maybe it would have been a thing of that, that part stole the show. They didn't want to give it to him because it would have stole the movie. I think That's that right. whole part of it is, you know, part of it is Eddie need to be the funniest person in the movie, you know, at times. But then it's like, when you got that many comedians, let them do their thing. That would have been like, you could have been like, hey, let that be the funniest part of the movie. When you watch a Django Unchained, right? The funniest part of that, probably that whole movie is the whole KKK scene, right? But it probably wasn't a scene they thought was going to be the funniest part of the damn movie. You right. understand what I'm saying? Like, that was like, it, it could have been one of those iconic scenes where the wedding part was probably the best part of the whole fucking movie just because they let all these comedians get their shit off. Right. You know what I mean? So. Oh, you know, uh, Jamie Foxx said the most gangster shit to me. I did the Jamie Foxx show. I used to uh, did a character, Stuntman Steve. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And they had me come on the show, and I would be the guy come to the hotel, Stuntman Steve. So yeah. I, I got a couple really, really big laughs on the, uh-huh. uh, on the set. And then people were like, oh, you were funny. That was funnier than what Jamie did. You're not going to be around long. Right. And then I, I, I approached him. I was uh-huh. like, hey, this is years ago, obviously. And right. I said, yeah, what's up, man? I hope there ain't no, you know. He says, man, end of the day, it's called the Jamie Foxx show. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was gangster. Yeah. He said, if they watch the show and say it's funny and you're funny on the show, but they're saying it's my show that's funny. Yeah. And I was Absolutely. like, good point. Yeah. And, then, and, and he was really nice to me when I did uh, Laugh of Palooza. It was, we did this thing for Comedy Central. Yeah. With Jamie, Jamie Foxx's yeah. Laugh of Palooza. I remember and, that. And I was so lucky to work with him and a uh, comic uh, who I, again, I'm bringing his name up again, Earthquake, because Earthquake yeah. has me. I'm on Earthquake's radio show. Yeah. And uh, Earthquake, man, that motherfucker, uh, he, he was so strong. The first comic had took an L. Yeah. Not because that comic's not funny. It was just right. too much heat to follow Earthquake. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I, I it, it helps me when I follow people like that. I had to Absolutely. follow, I had to follow Quake. And then, but I had a good set, so I can't yeah, say. Absolutely, I remember Laugh Balooza came out. Uh, it was the very first time I saw uh, Maranzio Vance, and I was a lot like, of comics, dude, yeah, killed that shit. Uh, first time I saw Dion Cole, and I was like, off of Laugh Balooza. Like those are the top. Like I was getting introduced to people because I was like, yo, I ain't never seen these cats before. But when people have that platform and they be able to introduce people. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's, I always, I always look up to that. Like, yo, man, you're giving people an opportunity, to, a platform. You know, Jamie I mean? got an Oscar. He's fine. Yeah. Like I, I tell know. people, like, man, what do you think he's competing with Jamie? I said, no, Jamie has no. Yeah, then he no, he got nominated for two. Yeah. He won one and got named it, nominated for another one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah I forget the move. Collateral. Collat- collateral, which is a good movie, underrated movie. fucking movie. And yo. then, uh, I, I, and, but he killed it in Ray. He killed yeah, it. He did. Ray. He did. And so, and I think that with me is people like, why didn't you do more acting? Because I was moving towards producing because I liked to be stationary for a while because I was touring so much. Right. And then that's when I started producing more stuff. And then I got a job. Then I got another job. And then 
uh, Christian T. Luxon, who gave me the thing to do for BET called Access Granted. Yeah. So, and then I did One World Music Beat for Russell Simmons. And the way it started off was, uh, even with the other one, um, I was supposed to be a producer. And yeah. I, there was another couple shows where, and they were like, oh, we, they found out I was a comic. And they were like, oh, shit, well, well let's have him do the show. You know like, that's yeah, literally yeah. how to, and um, I got on show, I got hosting jobs like that, where they would be yeah. like, um, well, you know, Exhibit, like Exhibit was the host at first. And they said, Exhibit's not funny. Right. You know, he's just not funny. There's nothing right. funny about Exhibit, but you're funny. So you right. can make the copy funnier. Right. And so um, that's how I got on that. And I did that for like two years. And, mm-hmm. I, and it made, kept me stationary. So I was doing that. I was working for a TV guide. I was working for, uh, it's called Allied Television, which is, you know, all those, you ever seen with like when sharks attack and, the top 10, yeah. all of those. I was one of the people for that. I was one of the, like, so when you saw that, we'd be like all these celebrities, like that's why I met a lot of celebrities. They were like the top 10 things in this movie, the top love stories, the top thing. And people didn't realize I was one of the producers and I would yeah. coordinate it and get them and I'd meet them. I'm like, hey, I got to meet some big stars and say, okay, and they go. And then one of them was so cool. And one of them was like, aren't you a comic? I, yeah. Aren't you a comedian? I said, yeah, I do this too. Yeah, so, and then he went, "Good shit, man." Good yeah, shit. and then uh, the, what's the guy I met? Uh, Chris Platt. Yeah, Chris Pratt on um, from, Pratt, um Pratt, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he 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 said that he was super. He, like there were so many people that were nice to me, but also I was a producer and I walked in that way too. Like, yeah. you don't know me, but this is how we gonna do shit. Yeah, and and I think that because I didn't like fan out, they. Kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, this yeah. guy's obviously, I was about my business, come in. Okay, this is a copy. You can, you have this amount of time to be, uh, go off the copy, but you have to circle back to the copy. We'll give you a cue when you can go back to the copy. So if you were reading it, like if I hired you, mm-hmm. you're reading it, we'd let you go off for a couple minutes, but we'd give you a light when you got to go back to what we're showing you. And then the teleprompter would start back up. Yeah. So yeah. that way you could talk about, you could add a story. Like you could say, right. yeah, I used to work in the bank, blah, 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 blah. But at that two minute mark, you gotta get back to, yeah, to the copy, right? The material that's on the, the screen. So that got me structured on how to do it. And now the next thing I want to do is um they, you know, they had uh I I I don't know, hope I get it. I sent them some of my stuff. I don't know if I'm gonna get it. Remember they had Cisco and Ebert? Yeah. That did the movie reviews. Yeah. I want to have one with two black hosts. That'd be dope. And add a little flavor to it. And uh, so I, I pitched it and I sent them it. I got all of the stuff together, but it's a it's a legitimate review. Just don't make it like sneaking in the movies, like on Hollywood Shuffle. Right, yeah, it's not, <laughs> it won't be like. So what I liked about the movie is there was a lot of guns. <laughs> he said, man, listen, Hollywood Shuffle was like, by far is probably one of the funniest shits when one man said, yeah, you don't know the law of the gravitivity and polarity. He's like, yeah. what? He was like, he's like, he's like, you don't know shit because you never graduated from high school. He's like, I was Why like, you say that, like, man? Yeah. But no, I mean, I like, yeah, that's they, a dope, that's a dope copy. And, 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 and I, has it been? Well, they do have two new review dudes, but they don't have no black one. I think the black one would be great. I would, I would, yeah. But and people were like, "Oh, your comic is gonna be funny." I'm like, "No, I mean a legitimate, yeah, 
Like I want to see our perspective legitimately on movies. So um, I pitched that. Um, I got two other scripts I've finished, which is cool. I sold scripts. Uh, by the, I'm in the, yeah. by the way, uh, you motherfuckers, I'm in the writer's guild. <laughs> uh, without representation, I got in the writer's guild. Yeah. So, um, no, I, um, I'm, I'm starting to pitch stuff to for movies. And also, I, I wrote some kids' movies, mm-hmm. but I've sold two dramas. I sold cool. two dramas, which is cool, uh, which is, I can't believe I sold them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used to work for a show called Monsters. It was okay. like a syndicated show. It's it like Twilight Zone. Yeah. And each episode would be like, I, I wrote one where his, the girlfriend found out, didn't know her boyfriend was a zombie when he came over to pick him up and he ended up killing the family. Real right. short, quick ones. And right. another one, the guy racing, he was racing all these people and running them off the road. And he raced one car and it was the Grim Reaper. And it was his time. That's dope. And so I, I wrote a bunch of those. And then I started, ended up working on that. And so that got me to link in with um, this other one company that I want to call Wolfpack that I'm pitching shows to because people don't realize I, you know, at my age, I'm 58 years old. I'm like, I, I like the fact I can go do stand up when I want to, but that yeah. money from the producing would help me have a cushion. Absolutely. You know, and I, and I want the cushion of that. And trust me, these, these talking head shows are easier to do than absolutely. To do a whole like a sitcom. Talking head show, yeah, the talking head show is basically green screen. That's it. it okay, you point them at the thing, a teleprompter, and, and you make just sure giving your opinions. Like, yeah, that was dumb. Like, you know, like, 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 this is what I would have did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what it, <laughs> but I, I, I don't care if it's. Um, I want other comics. I'll put the comics on. Yeah, I, I tried to hire some comics for the one show, and we did. We had a show called the um, Ultimate Bachelor Party. Yeah, I was doing for FX and I was doing the shit and I was trying to hire all these comics because I thought it'll make it funnier. Yeah. And I don't want it to be just straightforward. Hi, you're welcome to the ultimate best. I didn't hate it that that welcome to the ultimate bachelor party. I'll be your host. And then I'm just like, oh, yeah. And, you know, it's so hard until you get really big. Mm -hmm. I I brought them so many talents and comics and they didn't hire one of them. That's crazy, man. But they got this model girl. Mm-hmm. who couldn't read a teleprompter to save her fucking life. She was horrible. But on camera, she was, like, stunning. She fucked your... She was so fine. If you was with your wife, you would look at her. And your wife would look at her. <laughs> and and the, the cameraman had to stop when she walked in. She was that bad. Brazilian chick. Yeah, yeah. She was just bad. Like, bad. Like, not normal bad. Right. And I'm thinking, oh, well, we... We got it. This shit's gonna pop off. Then she started reading. She used to say the punctuations. She would read the punctuation. And I part of me wants to say, bitch, don't say comma. It's a it's a comma. I wish I was joking. She read the comma. That's hilarious, man. And she would write and say, period. Oh my god. And I thought, are you kidding? Are you? And she's like, no, I'm not, no, isn't that what it's that? That's what it says. And then oh the other God. producers like, man, just let her, let her. She's, <laughs> she's, uh, you know, how do you feel about it? So, Lexus, are you okay? Like it was, I was like, no. And I'm sitting with the headset watching it because you have to, you, you sit in the back and you watch it on a monitor. Right. I'm like, 
did she just read the fucking punctuations? So I stopped the show and I walk up and go, hey, hey, what you doing? <laughs> like my normal personality. Like, no, don't do that. And then right. the money dude said, no, no, hey, let it, let's see how it goes. Maybe it'll be kind of funny. But she That's, wasn't doing it being uh, funny. Yeah. She's like, and she was, but she was so fucking fine. And she's like, so we're in the ultimate bachelor party, comma, and such and such and such. And then she would read the, the direction. The, the, and you're right. not supposed to read the direction. Right, right. If it would say direction, if it says beat or pause. She would say that shit. Yep. That's hilarious, bro. And, and uh, one of the people that was above the money person, we record this whole thing. We spent all this money. He saw it and was like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Right. Let the other dude go and hire me for another show. Right. He hired me for another show. I knocked, I knocked out a pilot. We did a, another pilot. I was a producer. I wasn't producer. I was um, the, the, the segment producer for the pilot. I did the pilot. And then I did another pilot of my own. I took the money from that and shot my own shit. Yeah. And we pitched it about four years ago. They get picked up. Yeah. Then I said, you know what? I'm just going to put this last bit of money into this special. Yeah. And and it took and that took me a year because I was like, I gotta still have rent. Yeah. Because I, I by the way, I don't own a house, people. Hey man, that's the I'm that's in the LA. Life. That's the I, life. I, I, I rent. That's the life. Now I life. do I have do I have enough to get a house? Yes. Yeah. But I this pandemic hit and I was so scared. I'm like, I don't know when I'm gonna work again. So I've been literally living off of the money that I had saved up for my house. But you know what? You think about it and you be like, yo, like you knew that shit. Like for some reason, stuff just fall in place, right? Like you'd be like, this new, like the shit happened. I know all my gigs got canceled, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do that's, now? That's what I thought. Well, and for I thought, some reason, dude, for some reason, shit just been falling in place, bro. Uh, I'm lucky, but I'm yeah. I, but I've been dipping into that money too much. Yeah, absolutely, like, man. Absolutely. And now I'm like, well, about April, May, I might have to. I'm, like I said, I said um, I have to go back and uh, yeah hit so, the road. I'm a, I'm a, we go we go we go wrap right. this up in yeah. a minute, man. You brought up the act of writers guild, and uh, believe it or not, on my podcast, I like to do what James Lipton used to do in the actors uh, studio. So I, I'm gonna shoot some questions at you. I remix it a little bit. You just hit me off with the first answer you come up with when I ask you the question. All right. So uh, question number one is, what's your favorite word? Baffled. Baffled. All right, cool. Least favorite word is what? Racism. Racism. Very high climate right now. And it's quick for people to throw that word out. But Racism. then they don't know, they don't understand what it is. Like white, white people where white people are quick to defend themselves and say they're not racist, but then they don't understand fully how we can be considered how they can be considered racist by the things that they don't understand. And not understanding a culture is ignorance. It's which ignorance. can be considered racism too. Racism too. So, but that word, that word is my least favorite word because I yeah. know some other shit's gonna be behind it. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. It, it, it ain't just that word. So, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I, I know the, you said favorite word. I just think it's a dumb. It's a silly word. Baffled. Baffled. Yeah. Why yeah. You, I just never heard niggas say, "Man, I was baffled." <laughs> if somebody did say that to me in the conversation, I'd be like, "All right, man." Like, uh, well, you know. really. And that's like befuddled. Nigga, did you say befuddled? <laughs> oh, but yeah, racism is my, my least, least favorite, favorite word. And if, yeah, okay, least favorite. Okay. So um, if 
if I if no one knew who you were, uh, which is hard to not know if you know comedy, but somebody knew if nobody knew who you were and they were, I was introducing you to the world, what would be your walk on music? New shit. It don't, it don't matter. It's like to me, if I'm out like, yo, I'm being introduced to y'all to my man, give, give it up for Shane. <laughs> you know, bringing you out. What's your, what's your walk on music? The same shit I used to do. It's, mm-hmm. uh, I feel old. It's nah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it's a group called Public Enemy. That's, you ain't got to look, you explain it to me. I'm in that wheelhouse. Okay. I don't know how and, young you think I am, but I'm not that young. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> and, and, and it's a song called Fight the Power. Absolutely. And it's a song by Public Enemy. And I just feel like that song got a lot of energy. And when you come on stage, yeah. that shit. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So, yeah. yeah. Public all Enemy. Right. For all you young comics, look up Public Enemy, Fight the Power. It's a dope Flavor Flav and was... Chuck D. That the early '90s was where it was at. You know what I mean? Like, oh shit! Like, like did, did you did you know what I was talking about? Yeah, absolutely, dude. I don't know where you think I am in age, but I'm 47, bro. Like I'm like I'm like I'm only. Oh 11. shit! Yeah, what are you? Like, what are you? What are you like? What are you vampire? You fucking vampire! I give it to my parents, man. Like, man, I'm, I'm sitting here. I keep saying all this shit. Like, hey, man, you don't know nothing about this. I'm like, wait a minute. What are you, no, what are you, I graduated. You I graduated high school in '91, man. Like, so public enemies, right? My wheelhouse, bro. I'm like, what are you dipping your dipping your <laughs> dipping your skin in baby souls? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm saying, what is he? What is he drinking? Teenagers' blood? Nah, fuck? man. Nah, I'm right I'm there saying, with you, man. The whole time. So the whole time I'm sitting there talking to you, going, Yeah, yeah you want nothing? Yeah, about you know nothing about that. Like, I know everything about that. Like, yeah, man. So <laughs> I graduated '91, so I'm all in that. Like, like public no, enemy, yeah, X Clan, all that, man. Oh, okay, I remember when wow. I when I got to college, I had a poster of ISIS on my wall. <laughs> college, oh, yeah, so like, you already know. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I just I, I said that, <laughs> and I sometimes uh, people are like what the fuck are you listening to yeah because I, I was a huge uh public enemy uh, yeah. like from back in the day before mm-hmm. they were famous i was yeah. public enemy at krs1 yeah uh, for the younger people that are into more j cole and stuff like that i love the new shit too but yeah um when i'm i love like krs1 uh public enemy most deaf uh yeah Tyler man Lee. Tyler did uh, called a, a you gotta check out the album black star yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, love that shit. So, um, and there's this new people. My my son got me into all of these uh, Flatbush zombies. Yeah, this dude, this dude out of Dallas called uh, Toby in the Wichu. I think I'm saying it right. Um, he's just ridiculous. I love this. I mean, I'm listening to his shit constantly. Yeah, but, uh, and J Cole got a whole crew. Jid, I'm into mm-hmm. right now. My my, yeah. son, my son has indoctrinated me and I got him hip to Toby. I got him hip to Toby and he got me hip to Jid. And if, if y'all get a chance, it's Jid is dope and Earth Gang out of it, uh Georgia and uh-huh. uh, yeah just a lot of these cats. But I I love that that conscious and the heavy beat shit boop boop bap beat shit to come out on stage to I oh, came out to the public enemy. Yeah, so, so, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna share something with you. So last the summer before the pandemic I had my twins redo some um, classic hip hop album covers, right? So this is this is one of them here. Wow! That, it says Twin DMC, right? So they did that one, and then 
if if I if I if I if I slide it over, they did they did they redid the Mob Deep one. Wow, the twin for Miss Mob Deep, right? So I did I did all of those. And you didn't see when you brought up uh, Black Star, so they did the, they did redid the uh, Outcast. Outcast only built for Cuban Lakes. Wow. Jazzy Jeff, so, the yeah. Prince, they redid that, right? So then the Daz Effects joint right there, they redid that one. But then here's the one right there where everybody like Black Star. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't feel so like, like, okay, now, like, I like so we now, now I feel better. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I was sitting there going, I, I, I had it. <laughs> Wait, you know what? Everybody listen to this. The whole show, he sat there and let me do this shit. <laughs> I thought you was talking to the audience. Like, you was like, oh, some of y'all listening to this don't know. And I'm like, yeah, I know that shit. <laughs> I think y'all knew who public is. I'm telling you, some people like public. Who the fuck is public? Like I tell people, Chuck D got a like a crazy, like almost preacher like voice, right? Like, and and then hear somebody go, "Who's Chuck D?" I go, "Oh, yeah, like man." So if I get in an argument with somebody about hip hop, and when someone goes, you know, who is in your top five or whatever. And as soon as I say Black Thought, they be like, who is that? I be like, we don't need to talk no more, uh, guys. <laughs> like, we don't even need to have a conversation. You don't even know yeah, who Black Thought is. Yeah, they the roots. Oh. Yeah, like, I'm like, we don't even need to have a conversation. One, no of, one of the best freestyles you'll ever hear. Yeah, on, when he was on uh, Funk Flex, yeah. Funk Flex. Oh, he killed yeah, it. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, but he's he's definitely from a different generation. Yeah, yeah, he's actually, absolutely. Black Thought and Roots are from my generation. Yeah. And absolutely. so... Absolutely. I, I, but comedy-wise... Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm hoping that we can keep working. I hope to get to work with you, man, when this shit is... Yeah, man, absolutely, I think this man. shit is going to be over, but I think it's going to take a little bit. To be honest yeah. with you, I think it's going to be, some, like you said, summertime. I don't think it's going to be next month. No, not absolutely not. It'll be the summertime. And like I said, my, my, once I get my second vaccination, I'll start putting my dates back out. Like, well, I'll start, like, asking clubs, like, yo, I'm available, whatever. But, you know, I'm still kind of skittish. On I'm getting the one shot. Yeah, the Johnson and Johnson. I tried to sign up for it, but it was sold out. They sold they sold out six thousand spots in two hours. I'm doing that. I'm two doing, hours, I'm doing yeah. that for sure. I'm yeah, doing yep. The so, Johnson and Johnson. I use a, I use a hashtag on my shows. It's called TTBS. TTBS stands for that's that bullshit. What in your mind? TTBS is basically anything and everything that has absolutely no control over your life. That's what we call that's that bullshit. What's that's that bullshit to you? Oh shit. That's that bullshit where you try to basically convince women that they are at fault too. (laughs) Where they act like everything that ever happens bad in a relationship, it gotta be the man. And and where they act surprised that men want pussy, that's that bullshit. That's yeah. that bullshit where you That's go. That's hilarious. Where they, they like, wait a minute, you wanted to fuck me? Yes. <laughs> Just like if I eat a meal, I want I want everything on the plate. And pussy That's is part hilarious. of it. That's so, hilarious. Yeah, just like DL said, uh, pussy's on the menu. Yes, you do understand. Yes, you, that, you is, do understand that is a package deal. Yes. And, yeah, so... <laughs> I just think that I, I said that just to piss women off before, but I was telling the truth. I like I would notice it was always men or dogs, men or this, men or that. I go, no, women make mistakes in relationships too. They cheat, they lie, they yeah. fuck up, they say yeah. crazy shit like, "Well, I thought it was your baby." Well, you know, you say all that <laughs> dumb shit, and so just take own, own your shit. Yeah. Like men need to own their shit. 
But right. to me, when women do that, I go, that's that bullshit. That's, that's that where bullshit. my head ran. So yes. any woman that gets mad when you listen to this, you know. Nah, you on point. You're right on it. All right. So the opposite of that is what is the shit to you? What is the shit? What is the shit? Uh, right now, yes. the fact that lots of people are watching my special. Yeah, man. <laughs> that was yeah. so self-serving. Nah, like, man. Absolutely. And uh, I, I hope that anybody that's listening to this. Anybody listen to this, Shang is Shangri. It's on our Amazon Prime. Amazon like, go, Prime. Yeah. Go ahead I'm, and look at that, man. I'm stunned at the response I'm getting. And yeah, I'm absolutely. not joking and I'm not being humble. I was like, oh shit. It really is getting lots of people looking at it. Yeah. And then it, then I start getting ambitious, like, well, let's go for a million. Yeah. Let's go for a million views. That's so, another reason you need to get out on the road. You get out on the road, you start promoting it even more. Oh, that would be so good. You know what I mean? mean? So, yeah. I'm telling you, I, I think if you're a thousand, uh, fuck it, 2,000 million percent right that it's not going to be next month. I believe you're right when you it's say summertime. Yeah, summertime. Yeah. I think that they haven't rolled enough of the vaccine out. I think they haven't um, vaccinated enough people for the second shot because you've got to have the second shot. Second shot, yeah. So there's the herd immunity. It, said it needs to be 70% of the population for the herd immunity to work. But, you know, you got too We're many not skeptics. There. Yeah, you got too many skeptics out there. And 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 honestly, what's going to happen is, is you know, you when you're allowed to be around people that actually had the vaccine and they start seeing people having inside fun, like, yo, them dudes is at the cigar lounge and we can't get in. I'm like, y'all ain't vaccinated? Then, no, nah, let me get another stick. They'd be like, yeah. they'd be like, yo, That's I'm gonna get my up. shit next week. <laughs> I'm gonna go get you, my you, you look at them through the window going, man, we having a, we are having a good time. What y'all doing out there, yo, zombie uh, ass? Don't come in here, man. You might die. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like shit like that. So yeah. Um, that's dope. And um, and the last but not the last question I think we end with is uh if you if you weren't who you were, you weren't in the comedy game, what do you feel like you would be doing? Like, what do you feel like your your calling would have been if it wasn't comedy? I'd be in prison. No, honestly, that's honestly no, or what? No, okay. No, uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> well, the dude you was hanging with was in that air in the arena. So yeah, I'd be, uh, no, I would say um, social worker like my mom was. Yeah. No yeah. Doubt. To try to steer young people to go the, in the, the right direction. direction. Yeah. And not, and not do the fuck, fuck boy shit I did. And then, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you know what? They won't catch us if I blow this lock off this building. <laughs> I was the dumbest nigga in the planet. I got caught a block away. Didn't realize you blow the block off the door. Yeah. There's an alarm. Oh, this is how brilliant I was. Like, and we gonna get all these places from GMC building. I was trying to get a whole bunch of GMC parts to sell, and my dumbass is like, "But well, we take a bunch of M80s, we duct tape them together. We'll blow the lock right off the building, and then we could just walk in and take it. Nobody will know." And I'm like, "Oh shit, I forgot. They got cameras." And alarms. <laughs> and you walking with a box of shit and a block oh, away. Oh man! Could you come in for a second, sir? Could you come in? Yeah, that like, is yeah. hilarious. So don't is that a do... story. You, is that a story you tell on stage? No. <laughs> you might as well. Yo, that joint is like that. That was an. I've done so much. This is much younger me. That was. But it's still. But it's still like it's. It's funny because. You can just kind of be like, let me tell you what path I would have made if I've never made a career this 30 plus year Yo, career in comedy. I, you understand what I'm saying? Like, let thinking, me tell you what direction I was headed in. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because I, I, I just thought, you know, well, hey, there's a percentage. This is me thinking I'm smart. A percentage of people get away with this shit. 
So that was my thought. <laughs> you know what? They don't catch everybody. I'm going to be there. They they but they're going to catch my dumb ass because I don't think all the way through. Yeah, that's I didn't crazy. think it through. Literally, a block away, he walked up to me calmly like, can, can come here. Like, and I'm sitting there with a box full of shit like, what? When I do what? Oh, mean you mean this new shit in the box that? Oh man, GMC. By the way, people at General Motors company. I apologize. I was stupid. That is hilarious. That might be the commercial right there. <laughs> I am stupid for trying to to rob you blind. Oh, and, because because you know what they I could sell it for. Uh, you can sell it. You go up to the junkyards and stuff, and you sell brand new shit. Yeah, and you top money. So I thought, yeah. yeah. Make more money than selling dog food. That's that's a, that's a better. That's even a better hustle, though. That's something I didn't even think of. That's another one. But yeah. hey, man, it's yo, it's been a pleasure, man. I, I yeah. we actually went two hours on this joint, man. Oh shit, yeah, uh, yeah. I did, I did, um, I did another one where yeah. uh, where they run two hours. We did like two twenty. I was like, dope. oh shit, I didn't realize we did 220. I didn't even realize until I looked down at the clock, yeah. man. But dude, man, I do appreciate it, man. Thanks for the time. Thanks again for being a guest on the Blizzard Ignorant Podcast, man. And uh soup, I'll see you soon, man. Definitely. I hope so, man. All right. Old pandemic shit. Yeah. I, I know. <laughs> yeah. Let me get this paper shit. Let me get the old man shit. Oh, look at him.